I I think we're I think we're good to go. I think we're ready. Hello, Manny. Hello, Ali. Hello. The video is still a little choppy on my end, but if there's nothing we can do about it, then we'll just we'll power through it. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Uh, hello, hello. It's been hello. like a yeah, actually, it's been a while. Yeah, I've watched too many things, and it was Easter weekend, so everybody wanted to do a fucking party or something. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it was. It was a bear. It was a very busy, busy time for me. Did you watch a lot of things besides the stuff that we watched? <sighs> Ali. Yeah. You know I saw Date Alive. Date Alive? No. I watched this incredibly mid-show on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> this three season, the fourth season coming out right now. Yeah. Damn. I watched it in dub and like. I paid no attention to the show. I would have it in the background while I'm playing Eldering, right? <laughs> so I would I was like barely watching, but I still like understood everything was going on because nothing fucking it's not a good show. I would have to pay attention like that. Right. To understand what's going on. But um I watched like the three seasons. I actually like ran by it pretty quick. And it was it was as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> but like I never like anything like kinda interesting would happen, I'll just be like <laughs> it's like, huh? Huh? Nah, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the only thing I watched. It was three seasons, so it was a lot. Wow. And by the end, I was like, damn, could have watched Nana. <laughs> yeah. Uh maybe we'll that's gonna laugh. Huh? I was gonna say maybe we'll watch Nana next. Maybe we'll finally finally do that. I don't know. Fuck it. Why not? I have this other show I want to watch. Okay. I'll talk, we'll talk about that later. But, um, yeah. So I just watched the things we watched in Day Alive. Gotcha. And I've been watching a lot of fucking, like, analytical video videos on, like, my favorite things. I've been, like, oh. watching hours of that stuff. Wow. That's cool. Are there any ones, I don't know, are there any ones that, like, stand out? Unless they're in relation to, like, Trigun. Then we'll talk about that later, but. Nah, it was just, I was watching like Austin, uh, No Country for Old Men mm -hmm. and American Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm Patrick Bateman. <laughs> I yeah. love that movie. It's funny how that, that movie gets, it gets, it's still like the memes are still like rampant. Yeah, because they're, they're so good. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, like Reddit is, Reddit is filled with those memes. Yeah. Have you seen the meme of like, there's like a Japanese dub for American Psycho and they play the Japanese dub of the movie, but someone put fake subtitles as if he's talking about Jojo openings. And there's like that scene where he kills Paul and he's talking about the CD and he's like, this is called battle tendency. It was in the second arc of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure and it was amazing. And, and it's like, it's so good. I, I got to send you that video. It's really yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, th those memes are very versatile. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's cool. Like, I watched the movie, like, probably, like, a year ago. Mm -hmm. It's cool. I was still, like, referenced a lot. Yeah. It's a classic. <laughs> society. We live in a society. <laughs> uh. I used to say that shit in, uh, in high school. Remember that first time I met him, I used to tell my boy, like, 
we like anything, any minor inconvenience, like we live in a society. <laughs> Wait. But then there's like, another meme where it's like, we live in a society, a society we live in. So I used oh, to say the whole thing. <laughs> oh, the meme existed before Joker? That's interesting. Huh? I thought the meme was originated from Joker. I didn't know if it was on. That's why I got it. Oh, okay. Joker came out when we were in high school? No, fucking The Dark Knight Joker. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I thought the meme was born from Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Oh, no. Oh. That's very interesting because there's a part in that movie where he's like, we live in a society where no one cares about us. And then yeah. people would people would meme that. But yeah, okay. the thing is, that, that meme is like top five memes all the time. <laughs> I love that. Top five. What's your number one? Among Us? <laughs> to, to Among Us is like top five. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Um, but I don't know what's my favorite, but there's a lot of good ones. Yeah, I, this Will Smith, this Will Smith thing is really up there for me. Have you seen any of these memes, like when he slaps him and Chris Rock goes into like ragdoll physics? Yeah. <laughs> that one is so good. Oh, I love that one. Um, yeah, memes, memes are good. I memes are good. Like me, me and Lewis. Uh, <laughs> uh, like in high school, I was really into like deep fried memes. You know? <laughs> what does deep fried mean? <laughs> Chicken? <laughs> Black? Because like, it's deep fried? No, it's because there's the most absurd memes, right? Uh-huh. The most absurd memes. You like, you just have, if you don't get it, like, I can't explain. <laughs> Like a manga, yeah. yeah, it's like one of those, but it's like, but um, so me and Lewis back in high school, we used to watch PewDiePie a lot because when he did his show meme review, yeah, he review all the memes that was just or like coming up before they go on Twitter and shit, yeah. And um, I used to be on top of every meme. I'm really like, Lost is my top one of my top five. <laughs> Lost, <laughs> me and Lewis, we were like. Watch PewDiePie religiously. Watch all his meme reviews. They're just so good. But he doesn't go no more. Man, I miss Lewis so much. When October, I'm counting the days. <laughs> like when he comes back, is it? He's coming back in October, right? No. No? Did I? He's not. He's not coming back anytime soon. I thought that he would be like callable in October. Like you, we can like talk to him again. You can probably hit him up now. Oh, okay. I thought he was on like a a ship and he was I don't know fighting the Nazis or something. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, he's, he's running around in Japan right now. Oh, really? Hitting legs? Yeah, probably, probably like call him up. Interesting. Okay, we should do that one of these days in the middle of an episode. Be like, hey, Lewis, what anime are you watching? You see Attack on Titan? <laughs> Is it dubbed it's over weird. here? I don't agree because. Because for him, he can't go on, like, Crunchyroll Funimation. Yeah. So I don't know how it works for him. Interesting. There's so much cool shit in Japan. There was, like, there was, like, I don't know if it's still there, but there's, like, an Attack on Titan Universal attraction. And you can, like, there's, like, a giant colossal titan, and you can put your head in its mouth and be like, oh, my God, it's eating me. (laughs) I wonder if he went there or something. Um, Yeah. Like, Japan, there's too much too much things. Yeah. Too much. Go one, day. one of these days, it's going to cost me like $6,000 or something, but it's worth it. Uh, you know what's funny? You know, P- 
PewDiePie. I don't. Well, PewDiePie is trying to like move to Japan to like live there. Mm, really? Like for the rest of his life. I don't know. Well, I don't know what's going on. He said he can't, but or he can't right now. But he's trying to like live there. That's really interesting. He doesn't even seem like an anime boy. Kind of is. I don't know. He he is. Yeah, I know he watches anime sometimes, but he's. I don't know. He reads books. <laughs> so yeah. I um. It's cool that he wants to do that. Doesn't like the anime man and Giguk, don't they all live in Japan? Maybe not Giguk, but there are some YouTubers that do live in oh, Japan. Yeah. Well, that's dope. Yeah, it is cool. I don't know how they moved to Japan. Because, mm-hmm. like, I was reading, like, to, like, live in Japan or to get, like, citizenship, you have to, like, be an important person. Mm. I guess they count. Because, like, I was reading, like, to be, like, to live in Japan, you have to be, like, a famous engineer or something like that to, like, live there. What if, um, I know there are some people that, like, learn Japanese and they get, like, a degree in education and then they become, like, Japanese teachers that teach English to, like, the kids. So what about... I mean, yeah, if you get a job. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like, for the YouTubers. Right. <laughs> I make videos on anime. Give me citizenship for your country, please. Like <laughs> that. Uh, yeah. I wonder how complicated that is. But anyways, I watched too many things. Um, and I had to write them all down because there's too much that I consumed. Um, I'm surprised you're still playing Elden Ring. Are, you haven't like beaten it already? No, no. nowhere close. Okay. Good. <laughs> you will be playing that game till the end of time. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm going to take my time. Okay, that's good. And Manny just updated his list. He's standing right there. <laughs> How did that happen? That's very weird. I guess the notifications are slightly delayed. Okay. Yeah, I did, I did that like 20 minutes ago. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I get a not- notification every single time. Every single time you update your list, I'm like... Fuck, Manny's watching the shows and I'm not. I need to get my get off my ass and <laughs> watch the shows. Um, yeah, it's always fun. Uh, I'm probably updating like what I'm watching because at the bottom I say what I'm watching right now mm-hmm. and like what I'm going to watch or planning to watch. So I'm probably just updating that. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. The, so, did you watch um like Spy X Family and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna tell you about that shit. Yeah, you want to save it till after? or You want to talk about it right now? I'll just talk about it briefly. It, the first two episodes are really good. Okay. Go. Cool. Is it? You didn't watch it? No, I didn't watch I'm going to wait till it's over. I don't want to watch it weekly. Is it animated well? Like, does it look purdy or is it like okay? It looks, it looks good to me. Okay. Good. Best looking show of the season. That's good. That makes me very happy. Um, Is it. Do you know what studio it is? No. Okay. I'll look it up after. But. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of things to talk about, so we'll just get into this right now. I watched a fuck ton of movies. One of the movies that I watched is a new film called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And have you ever heard of A24? Do you know what that is? It's, um, it's a, it's a production company that produces films in the same vein as, like, Disney makes, you know, movies or, like, 20th Century Studios will produce a film. And, um... Depending on the studio, where like when Disney produces a movie, it's kind of under the Disney brand, where it's like, hey, look, it's a Disney movie. When Disney can make any movie they want, um, but they just particularly make movies that associate with their brand name. And then 
you have um, things like, I don't know, 20th Century Fox, which will just make whatever movie, regardless of the brand, a kid's movie, a grown-up movie, and blah, 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 blah. A24 is kind of like, their brand is artsy, cool movies for, like, young adults. <laughs> so, um, I don't, have you heard of Uncut Gems? Like, yeah. Yeah, they did Uncut Gems. Have you heard of The Lighthouse? No. Um, have you heard of... Uh, let me, I'm trying to think of other ones that you might've heard of, uh, Midsummer. Have you heard of that movie? No. Okay. Well, they did a lot of artsy movies that appeal to like us, you know, tryhards, but we're in our twenties and there's a new movie called everything everywhere all at once that's produced by them. And one thing that they do is because the movies are made for tryhards, they have to lie when they make commercials because they know that normal people are not going to watch these try hard movies so they have to like make the commercial seem like hey look it's a normal movie so I-, I fall for it sometimes and i look at a trailer i'm like that shit looks ass i don't want to watch that and the trailer for this movie everything everywhere all at once looked stupid and i didn't want to watch it but then a, the youtuber that i respect a lot whose reviews i take very highly he made a tweet and he said everything everywhere all at once is the best matrix movie since the matrix nine out of ten i was like I was like, whoa, okay, I have to see this movie now. And um, I don't watch a lot of movies throughout the year, like a lot of the movies that come out in the year. I usually just see the superhero movies and then like maybe some of the artsy stuff, like, you know, maybe like five or six of them. But I'd be very surprised if this is not my favorite movie of the year. This is really good. I don't think anything else is going to top it. Uh, I love this movie and... Oh, this is an Asian lady movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good, and I agree with the reviewer's statement. It's the best Matrix movie since The Matrix, and that's all I can really say. I want you to watch this movie, and I want you to go in blind. It would be cool to talk about if you did end up watching it. Uh, so that's the first thing I watched. Then. I watched a old kung fu movie called Master of the Flying Guillotine. I don't know if you've heard that title before, but I've heard it multiple times, and I just kind of watched the movie based on the fact that I've heard the title. And, you know, it's like Bruce Lee. It's like live action, and they're, like, really fighting. But it's like a super old movie from, like, the 80s or 70s. And it's extremely good. (laughs) Um, it's It's like Ninja Scroll if the fights were actual fights. It's like an hour and 30 minutes of just pure fights, but it's not anime and there's no visual effects. It's like Bruce Lee grounded, like we're gonna like punch each other and fight each other, but it's really over the top and really cool. And I'm pretty sure that you would like it. It's it's great. Uh, it's very goofy, it's very fun. The main character has one arm. The bad guy has a guillotine weapon where he like, he like throws a frisbee and then if it lands on your head it chops off your head it's cool it's it's really good it's an iconic kung fu movie and i thought it was dope and i think you would enjoy it a lot and then i watched the godfather in 4k the remaster um have you ever seen the godfather yeah oh really okay good this was a movie that i tried to watch multiple times as a kid and then i was like this is boring and i turned it off but now with my adult brain i can enjoy it properly and dude i i understand why people call this the best movie ever made um al Al pacino is 
is just Aaron. <laughs> he's Aaron Yeager. He's he's like he's doing bad things, but you understand why he's doing them. Not in the way that the reason why people love The Godfather is because this good person turns into a bad person, but you still see them as a good person despite them doing bad things. It's kind of like Aaron in Attack on Titan where like he's killing all these people and he's doing all this evil shit, but you like you love him for it. Um, and that's that's why you like The Godfather because it's like, yeah, die for your family. Fuck those cops. And it's um, it's fucking great. Uh, I, I don't like it more than like the Irishman or like, that's the only other real like mafia movie I've seen. It's not like a 10 out of 10 on my skill, but if anybody tells me it's their favorite movie, I'm not going to like look at them weird. It's really good. I love it. And it's, it's iconic for a good reason. And I always was under the impression that the sequels were bad, but the second one specifically is like rated just as highly as the first one Right on IMDb. I think the first, I think Godfather is like number three or number two and Godfather part two is like number four or number three. So I haven't watched it yet, but I'm kind of interested to see what happens. Um, I got to watch Godfather part two. Got to see the journey of Al Pacino, Michael Corleone. Yeah. I loved it. I'm glad that you saw it. Do you, do you like the Godfather? Yeah. I saw it so long ago. Yeah. Like as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's good. I never saw the second one, though. and I I know the second one is rated as good as like the first one. Yeah, it's interesting because people call The Godfather like the best movie ever made, and like, I just I never heard about the second one growing up. It wasn't like part of that conversation as much as the first one was. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's rated as highly as the first one on like review sites, so it probably right. is just as good. Um, yeah. So that's The Godfather, and then. Um, at the Coolidge, they were doing a screening of Nausicaa. So I rewatched Nausicaa and right before they did the movie, there was like a girl from like Boston university or something talking about how Nausicaa and the stuff that happens in the movie and how it's synonymous with our current like worlds and how the current like crisis when it comes to climate change and blah, blah, blah is resembling of the story in Nausicaa. That real world context that she gave about, you know, I know a lot, not everyone believes it, but how like global warming is like affecting the, the ecosystem of our world and how we're like ruining it and what's happening to the trees and stuff. She basically talks about how what's happening in in the real world is what happens in Nausicaa. And when she gave her little speech that was like 10 minutes and then the movie started, it made me like the movie so much more than I did the first time. And I already loved Nausicaa, but um, it really kind of sold me on the fact that the movie movie is like really good. And since watching Nausicaa, I decided that Princess Mononoke is just as good and I should not rate it lower or put it lower on my list, my tier list as a result. Um, so after watching Nausicaa, even though I didn't rewatch Princess, I gave princess an eight instead of a seven and i moved it up from the 11 on my list to the seven which is right next to nausicaa i honestly don't i don't like either one more than the other but i just put them next to each other just because i don't really i don't really know which one's better um they're both great they're they're the same movie um so yeah i 
I like Princess now, and I'm excited for the time that I end up rewatching it. Yeah, so that's that's something. Now, now Tales from Earthsea is now at number eleven, and Princess got bumped up above like Grave of the Fireflies and and some some other stuff. But yeah, so mm-hmm. dope. Yeah, and then I watched. Um, Quick side note. Quick side note. Um, Spy Family is made by Wish Studio, mm-hmm. and. It's number four on the highest rated anime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I'm I'm excited. What studio? I like whenever they do something, so it's going to be good. It's above fucking Steinsgate. You know? <laughs> oh, oh, my anime list. You you guys are clowns. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I uh, I watched Blade Two. Have you ever seen the Blade movies with Wesley no. Snipes? Okay, Blade 2 is actually really good. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be good. Um, I really enjoyed it. The only reason I watched it was because my, the Coolidge is just... They were screening it, and I trust the Coolidge like I trust a friend recommending me a movie. Like, if they are screening a movie, even if it's something I would never watch, like Blade 2, I'm like, okay, maybe there's some value in this that I'm not aware of, so I'll trust you guys, and I'll go see it. And it was so fun, man. The movie, the movie, I realized that like there is a whole subcategory of movies around the early 2000s that were just copying The Matrix. Like when The Matrix came out, it was so influential that there were a ton of movies that just kind of leached off of that success. And maybe Blade's not one of them because the first Blade came out before the first Matrix. So maybe, maybe Blade's just doing its own thing. And it just happens to be exactly like the Matrix. But regardless, it it's very similar. You know, Wesley Snipes, he's got the Neo fit. Um, there's like a whole squad of people. They all got like stupid ass names. Um, they play like the the techno music, like and um and I love it. It's it's Matrix, but with a black guy and and vampires. And it's it's great. I, I had a great time watching it. Um there were a lot of surprises. Like, have you ever seen The Walking Dead? No. Okay. Do you know Daryl Dixon? Do you know like Norman Reedus? Um, no. Do you know the guy on the poster for Death Stranding? Like the dude who's a video game. Yeah, like the main character. Yeah. He's like a he's an actor from The Walking Dead, and he's in Blade Two. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it's fucking Norman Reedus. And the way he acts in Death Stranding is the same way he acts in The Walking Dead. Like he. He acts exactly the same. Like he smokes cigarettes the same. He talks all funny, and he he does that in Blade too. And I was like, oh my god, I can't believe Norman Reedus is in this movie. And then uh, there were other people in it that I thought was really cool. And it's directed by Guillermo del Toro, who is a very popular movie director. He did Pan's Labyrinth, the Hellboy movies, Shape of Water. He's very popular for like monster movies. And Blade is technically a monster movie with all the vampires and all their designs are fantastic. Um, so like, I don't know. It's really cool to see like good directors making like cliche movies because then the cliche movies are elevated by them. Um, it's like if Martin Scorsese made a Marvel movie. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's it's really good. I like Blade too. There's a lot that I enjoyed about it. It's it's good. I don't have much to say. I'm kind of on a blade high right now, so I kind of want to watch the old, the other two, the third one and the first one, 
and there's a blade anime and it looks like shit but i'm gonna watch it regardless because i really i really just want more blade in my life blade's so cool they need to make a ps4 game like batman where you play as blade and you kill vampires that would be awesome and the new blade better not be ass it better have lots of blood and violence like the old <clears throat> ones mahershala ali will probably be very good uh as blade because he's a cool looking black dude but anywho i've also been watching moon knight the marvel thing but who cares <laughs> who cares about that uh um i also read a manga one shot by the guy who made chainsaw man and in the manga community it's doing the rounds um and everyone's reading it and um it's really good. I wouldn't recommend it before Chainsaw Man because maybe it's not connected to Chainsaw Man at all, but like maybe the aesthetic of the manga will spoil you on what Chainsaw Man is going to kind of be like. So maybe read it after Chainsaw Man comes out, but it's one of the best manga I've I've ever read and it's only like it's only like 200 pages. It's not even like a whole thing. It's just one chapter. Um but it was it was really good. So I'm I'm excited for Chainsaw Man and when you watch Chainsaw Man um after it you should you should read that. It's it's called Goodbye Eri. And um he also made another one called Look Back which was based on the uh he made it in tandem with like the whole Kyoto animation like massacre thing and it was kind of about that and it was really good. That one was amazing as well. So yeah, I I watched a lot of things. I guess I guess that's everything. I also watched Sonic, but <laughs> I, there's there's too many things. Some of them I just didn't mention. Yeah, that's it. That's that's all my stuff. The new Sonic movie. Yeah, the new Sonic movie. Mm -hmm. It's in theaters. Yeah, it's in theaters. You like Sonic? Is, is fucking Shadow in it? Yes. Is the white the white dude in it? No. <laughs> no. I'm not watching. <laughs> He'll be in the third one. They're going to make a third one. Shadow pops up at like the end credits and it's like, dun, 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 dun. We're going to put Shadow in the next one. So, oh, yeah, I know. Oh. I know. <laughs> but it's got Knuckles and it's Idris Elba as Knuckles. <laughs> Knuckles is cool. Yeah. Knuckles is With really that cool. White, what's that white guy's name? Uh, I'm not a Sonic fan. I don't know. Chris, Chris, I'll, I'll guess. I'm going to guess crystal but i'm pretty sure that's not it silver his name's silver silver yeah yeah I, I had so many of the sonic games growing up and i remember like i remember this motherfucker would pull up and i'll be like dude <laughs> <laughs> which sonic games did you have bro i had so many of them like early ones oh, i don't wow. remember the but like i'm talking about like unleashed oh many I don't remember the fucking like console I had them on, but I had like all of them. Wow, that's so cool! You're a real Sonic fanboy. A lot of people like Sonic. <laughs> I didn't know that you were a Sonic man. Sonic. Sonic's cool. People be like, <laughs> "Who would win, like Sonic versus Slash?" People be like, and the Sonic Sonic fanboys be like, "Yo, Sonic ran off the comic books." Like, <laughs> that's really funny. Um, yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> We should talk about Sonic. Um, Sonic's awesome. I I want to be more educated on it. Uh, you like you like the movie? Hmm. Do you like the movie? Yes, it was really good. The movies are surprisingly good 
for people who are well versed in Sonic. Like if you know the Sonic meme, like the one where he's drawn like this, you know that like there's a scene in the first movie where like a homeless guy pops up and he's like, I saw this, I saw this running blue thing. This is exactly what it looked like. And it was the Sonic picture and it was like it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I was like, I wasn't expecting that's that. Dope. Yeah, it that's is like, That's like uh, NetherRealm's putting like Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's the perfect blend of being unironically really good and really solid for people who like Sonic and also being ironically good because it's trying to be a kid's movie and it's trying to appeal to like families and stuff. So there's a lot of stupid shit that I really laugh at like Sonic does the floss in the first one. Um, and Robotnik, even though the floss is like not a thing anymore, he does it again in the second one. Um, it's, it's so stupid. And Jim Carrey is really good as Robotnik too. So it's, um, it's, it's a good movie. If you like Sonic, you would, you would have a great time. Yeah. Tails is in the second one. Of course she has to be in there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was she in the first one? Yeah, I've seen the first one. I love the first one. No, was she in the first one? No, no, because um, he, he, Tails is a girl. I didn't know that. I thought Tails was a boy, but they pop up. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Look it up. Oh, no. Tails is a fucking guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought. Okay. Yeah. It's a guy. Yeah. He, he popped up at the end credits of the first movie. And when I when I saw him, I literally went yes in like the middle of the theater. I was like, let's go! It was it was very cool when he rolled up. He looks so good in the movie. It says here that uh, in the the original comic released in Japan, he was a girl. Oh, interesting. Well, you know, I want to see that. Uh, you know that big titty Sonic character, Rogue, the one with like the big boobs, and she's got like the heart like chest plate. I want her to be in the movie. I want to see what happens. <laughs> see how they animate that <laughs> that's gonna be really funny if they do um there's a lot of sonic characters that i want to see in the movie yeah you know that big purple thing the the i don't know his name we go froggy and he's like giant look up big purple sonic thing <laughs> he's cool oh yeah this guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i've seen many games yeah he's been in some of the games but yeah sonic it was it was good yeah uh, that's it. I guess now we can get into the movies. I uh, I don't know which one to start with. Do you want to pick? Which one do you want to start with? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um. Um. Fuck. I don't know. Let's, I guess let's do the let's do the anime. Let's do Terror. it. Okay. Good. Um. Terror and Resonance. Shinichiro Watanabe. This was the show that we recommended on the last episode. 2014, Studio Mappa, um, Yoko Kano, Watanabe. It's uh, the one Watanabe thing that no one talks about. And after watching it, um, I, I, I kind of understand why. And I was hoping that it would be a little bit of a sleeper hit. I was hoping that yeah, um, no. it was going to be like, oh, everyone's wrong. They just don't get it. It's too try hard for them. But it's um, I don't I didn't really like it that much. What did yeah. you think? I didn't like it. Um, it started off it started off strong. It bro. really did. Oh my! Those first 
I think the first like four first... episodes are fantastic. It started off so strong. Yeah, that's why I told you. I was like, uh, last episode, I was like, I saw the first episode, and the first episode was great. Yeah, but then like is, oh my god, there's a lot, there's a lot to dissect. But one, I like the opening. Yes, me so too. Open. The opening right. when the show got bad. I had to look. I looked forward to watching the opening because it really got it got me in the mood of the. I don't know how to explain it. The opening did a very good job at putting me in the mindset of like, this is what you're supposed to feel while watching this show. Um, after episode like five, the show stopped giving me that feeling, so I just had to yeah. wait for the opening. It was, it was it was episode five where the show turned to ass. <laughs> but I'll say, um, <laughs> wow. A couple things I like. Um, the opening, it's fire. To, um, in episode two, when they're like, they can't, they're trying to track them and they can't find them. Like, they're using, they're using Tor, the Tor. You remember when they said that? It's like, we can't track them because they're using Tor. Tor, Tor, Tor browser is the dark web. Oh. So I was like, I, and I knew that and I was like, that's fire. That's really cool. Like, like it's literally called Tor browser and they say, they're using Tor, we can't find them. Mm. So I was like, I, I got it. I was like, that's fire. Yeah, they mentioned Amazon too. <laughs> so yeah, they, um, they also said uh, we can't track we can't track the blah 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 because they're using cryptocurrency, and that's like that's another real thing people yeah. do. Mm-hmm. You can't track shit. They yeah, use crypto. I I loved the first four episodes. I thought it was very grounded yeah. and realistic and really really cool. There was um to quick quick side note. There was a part in the movie where they showed like a wick donald's not mcdonald's but like the yeah. is upside down and they um they did that in the cowboy bebop movie as well and i was like oh my god it's wick donald's i looked it up right before um before hopping on and apparently wick donald's is in like a bunch of things it's not just cowboy bebop yeah. it apparently it's in anohana <laughs> did you did you um remember that I don't, uh, okay okay i saw like three pictures of it in anohana i'm like oh my god shared universe over <laughs> but yeah <laughs> the crazy conspiracy wig donalds yeah the witch donalds conspiracy <laughs> like a three hour video <laughs> i'm gonna do that on april fools i'm gonna be like wig donalds shared universe i'm gonna put a picture of spike next to anohana and they're like looking at each other <laughs> oh my god that's a great thumbnail yeah <laughs> it'll bait people so hard and the video will be genuine it won't be fake i won't like fill in time <laughs> Um, okay, let's get back to that shit. Yeah, um, apparently the show, the show, Terror Residence is banned in China because China says they don't want the youth to be influenced and do the same kind of acts. Okay, yeah. Um, there's a lot of shows that are banned in China. Like South Park is banned in China. So. Attack on Titan is banned in China. Really? Yeah. Wow, why? Do you know, is there a reason? I don't know. Mm. Well... I don't know. Disney's not allowed to yep. show gay characters in China either, so. <laughs> they don't like Aaron's freedom, bro. Uh, <laughs> bro, honestly, they really, d- yeah. Um, oh, dude, that's so, that's so crazy. China uh, is a scary country. Yeah, I love to go there one day, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> but um, I was going to say, um, one thing I noticed is that 5 pulls up in episode 5. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But and um, I read that um, the voice actor for nine and twelve are the same dudes from High Q, and they're the number the the people they voice act in High Q wear the same numbers on their jersey nine and twelve. Oh, that's cool. 
That's yeah. really cool. But that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I about know. it. Um, I think there's a little cool facts. The show, the show had so much going for it. Yeah. Because I thought it was going to be like a Death Note. It felt like, like it. Yeah, like a fierce battle between the detective and the, the terrorist. Mm-hmm. But then episode five is when all goes fucking haywire. They add that character. <laughs> yeah. That's when, right when they added that character, Ali, I was like, this show's going to be ass. Bro, I felt the exact, I'm glad, I'm glad you felt the same way. I, yeah. I felt the exact same way. I was like, I was like, fuck. And I, in my head, I thought to myself, you know, maybe she'll get booted out very quickly. Like maybe she'll die and then it will go back to normal. But she, she dies on episode 10. So I only have like one episode yeah, without her. Yeah. Oh, like the show would have been so dope if it was just the kids and a detective. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He was dope because not only like, because <laughs> he has some motive behind him. Like, yeah. Because his, his, uh, the little, what was his friend that committed suicide? Yeah. It was, it was a friend. Or something or, else. Or something. It was that and something else. But he had motive behind him. Whereas the female, five, she, her motive was to beat nine just beat him and <laughs> you never find out why it's i think the show explains it but the reason is just stupid and you don't care i think it's, yeah, it's like, i think it's just dumb she um what him she wants in the, i'm not even going to try and explain it it's it doesn't matter <laughs> it's stupid because he beat her back in his, the facility or something i guess i think it's because Something like that. I, I don't I don't even know. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But and it's dumb. The thing is, if I, like, right when I saw it, I knew the show was going to fall right when I saw it. Because she just looked too bizarre to just do, like, I know. some... The show looked like... Honestly, it's not, like, hyper-realistic. But it was, like, kind of... It felt yeah. realistic, right? It felt very grounded for the anime. Yeah. Like, the character design wasn't out of this world. It wasn't, like, wacky and stupid like most anime. And then you got this fucking like hourglass girl with this poofy hair and she's like white, do, white hair. yeah she's got this purple eyes i know it's so it's a lot of place i know and i want to make it clear that it could have worked you could have made it been okay like when i i know that this isn't like a one-to-one comparison not with the criticisms that we're making of her like looking weird and stuff but this show it really made me think of when near is that his name in in death note like the the kid with the white hair it made me think of when he popped up and even that part being like the worst part of death note it's still good because you still resonate with the emotional center of the show of like light yagami's motivations but when the girl pops up it's now not about the psychology of the main characters and what they're going through and why they're doing this terrorist stuff now it's just Plot, 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 plot. Goopy Goblin Gamer Brain. Look at this new person make things more difficult for our MCs. But that's not what I valued about the show. I wasn't into it just for the terroristy stuff. I was into it because I was into the philosophy of the main characters and I was ready to explore that. And the show literally stops exploring it when she pops up and she's just like this weird roadblock um, yeah. in the middle. Yeah, she does. Like, she comes and then, like, they do that. Like, the show is, like, grounded and then, like, she comes, like, they're playing chess. Yeah. In the fucking in the airport. Mm-hmm. When I saw that, I was like, "Damn." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." Now the show's getting ridiculous. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it's such a like it's such a far cry from like the first the first episode, you know? Right. Such a far cry. It really let me down. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. Five five was the worst the worst part of the show for me. I'm glad but we agree. <laughs> she's not even she's not only the bad part, it's um also the um, The girl. The side girl. The girl. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was gonna also say like five also takes up so much screen time. Yeah. Like it literally like it's like she takes up so much screen time and like she's such a like a trash character. Like they had so much time to like develop something or like yes. their past abilities, but it just boils down to this this stupid like game. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, you could have made something really good out of it, but you you made it I hate to use this word because something being generic and basic doesn't inherently make it bad, but it's generic and basic and it's bad in comparison to the first four episodes, which was a little bit, uh, had a little bit of subtlety and a little bit of nuance. And now it just feels like, it feels like I've, I'm just watching a show that I've seen like 7,000 times already. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Um, and it, it is, it sucks because all that screen, all that uh, screen time she had. Right. It was just taken away from the detective, you know. I know. He, he such like a like a background character, like when she like pulls up. Yeah. Not really, but like he just takes. Who you think he's gonna be? He like he takes like like three steps back. And right. He's not like he's not the main factor anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Five sucks. Five That's sucks. <laughs> and what's that girl's name? Lisa. I don't remember her name. She sucks too. Uh. Yeah. She she's you know, she's basic and she's stupid and she's kind of annoying, but I could have I could put up with her because I understood what they were trying to say with her. And they still said what they wanted to say, where it's like, you know, our main characters are lonely and they're outcast and they 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 feel like based on what happened to them, they want to kind of rebel against society for it and blah 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 because there's no way that they can like reaffirm themselves back into the mold and like connect with anybody. Um, but then they connect with this one like little girl and you know, it, I, I understand what they were going for. It's generic and, and lame, but they were, I was like, I trusted the show that it was going to bring it in like an interesting direction. And then she fucking like runs away. <laughs> it's like she runs away even though she knows. Give me a second. She runs away the second time, even though she knows that Fives is after her and it's going to conflict with what the dudes are trying to do and it's going to make their lives more difficult. She still runs away the second time, knowing that. Like, ah, that's like the biggest... I know that she's dumb, but she's not that dumb. I really don't think she is. Those do this a lot where they need... They need something, something to happen. Yeah. Where the character can get caught, and it was like, I just hate, I just hate when shows do it like this. Yeah. When like, it's so, it's so dumb. It's like when characters act out of character in order for conflict to arise. It's weird because when Fives pops up, for me at least, every single element of the show got, got worse. Um, like, the um, what call it? The, the music got worse. The cinematography was not as interesting or cool. The animation, nothing, like, wowed me anymore. There were no, like, cool bits. The 
the writing got worse like it got more generic and these are all like random things that i wouldn't really expect to get worse but they they did um i i don't know why uh what happened, Watanabe? <laughs> what did you do? Yeah, he's tripping. He, he's smoking some some reefer while on this shit. Let me get this bag real quick. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Oh my god. You know this came out the same year as Space Dandy? It's so weird. It's not even like... Really? Yeah. 2014. It's It's so odd. I don't understand. Yeah, that is crazy. I guess I guess uh, Watanabe needs to stick to that episodic formula. In my opinion, he he can do things. I mean, Kids on the Slope was that episodic? No. Did you like Kids on the Slope? Yeah. Okay. I think he can do things outside of that like episodic thing. I'm very much for directors doing things that they don't usually do and going kind of outside of their usual comfort zone. Um, you know, I think it's cool when. If I hear that Martin Scorsese is going to make something that's not a mafia movie, then I'm going to get excited because I, I like when they try new things, and, and usually it works. Um, and Watanabe did try new things. He did the fucking, he did the Carol and Tuesday, and he did the Kids on the Slope, and people like that. And if he wanted, to me, like, this, this was very similar. My, the biggest thing I compared it to was um, the Matrix shorts. Like, I, this reminded me a lot of, like, a kid's story and like the detective one it just kind of had that vibe a little bit at least to me i'm okay with him doing a story like this i thought the first four episodes were great if he kept that energy i would have considered it a uh there would be youtube videos called shinichiro watanabe's underrated gem but you know no one no one's making those videos not not with those last six episodes yeah i don't know what happened i don't know what happened either i'm um well yeah Lisa, Lisa is just terrible. Like, cause especially in that first episode, she—they make her seem so important. She is like, really she's important. Have, <laughs> like she's gonna have like a major like character arc, <laughs> but she just turns out to be like a love entrance uh, interest for twelve, and like just a nuisance for nine. Yeah, I know nuisance. Cause like she's like I just I want to help and he just like yeah in the way <laughs> that's all the conversations like amount to you know yeah. then um so paper thin then she gets captured right and then yeah like <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing like, to say man it sucks like, <laughs> like they had her whole like mom thing her mom's like unstable and shit you don't even know what's going on with that yeah yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's strange. Yeah, the show was like the second half is such a far cry from the first half. I know. Like I was actually blown away how like the show like changed or how like it could have been if it right. was like this. It's main not detective. even when I watch the show, I I don't even watch it and go like, oh, I see what they were going for, and I guess they fucked up. Um, so I'm empathetic of the fact that they tried. I have no idea what he was thinking what watanabe or what like anybody was thinking like while making those last five episodes like yeah this is great <laughs> like what i don't i don't understand and it's like it's also watanabe that like this plot would never get this like budget like no one would ever be able to go and be like hey 
I want the characters to look like this and I want the show to have this kind of music and I want the plot to be about this. No one would ever be like, yeah, bro, we'll give you all this money, all these resources to make this. Except if you're someone like Watanabe and people are like, fuck it, we can put your name on the poster. And it's it's like, he, he didn't even deliver. <laughs> you know, like this show, if this show was the best version of itself, like let's say it was consistent with like the first four episodes, it would probably be like a seven on my scale, which is nowhere near how much I appreciate his other works. But right. I would have, I would have still enjoyed it. I would have still thought it was okay. And this this movie, I mean, this show, uh, it doesn't even meet those standards, you know. Like, Vivi, Vivi meets Vivi's standards. Vivi is mid, but Vivi is good at being mid like does that make any sense like it's consistent from beginning to end like if if you like mid shows you'll probably like vivi but if you if you like mid shows i don't know if you're gonna like this you know you want to know what it reminds me of it reminds me of cabinary of the iron fortress it's just like wow this is kind of promising and then it's just like what happened like where did this go what did you do you weren't your your show wasn't even that ambitious to begin with how did you fuck it up that's the worst part about Terror and Resonance. It's not very ambitious. It's not doing anything super different. It's just Joker and Death Note. It's I've seen this before, but I'm okay with that, right? Like, I'll watch it again. I love you, Watanabe. I'll I'll give you a pass, but not not after the sins that you committed with at five. Um, yeah, it was it was really bad. Um, I don't know. Uh- how did you feel about the, the main character's like goal? The main um, goal. The main motivation. Uh, yeah. I let me let me think about that for a second because it's. <sighs> I guess it doesn't really sit with me that much, to the point <clears throat> where I don't even. I don't even really have a lot to say about it or have a lot to think about it. I. While I was watching it, I I did kind of like it. And that was like the one thing that I walked away from the show with saying like, all right, I guess that was okay. That's kind of, when I finished it, that's that's what I was thinking. But even right now, I'm struggling to like come up with like the words for what his main motivation was. I guess he was just like, he was kind of like a Joker type character where he hated society and he wanted to like express that through his like videos and you know, he was like Riddler, right? He was kind of like like that. But he was, you know, he wasn't like as incel losery as Riddler was. He was like more cool and 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 badass. And I, I'm comfortable with saying that I like the main character's motivation. And I really liked the ending, um, despite everything leading up to it. Um, I like the first four episodes and I like the ending. And I'm I'm okay with the main character's motivation. Um what what did you think of it because it's it's weird <laughs> well my uh takeaway was i guess they wanted to like it's kind of like kind of like vengeance in a way because like yeah japan put those kids into that program yeah. all them fucking like, all them except those three fucking didn't make it out all died yeah and like, no one knows like <laughs> no one yeah, it's like Zeke. It's like, well, yeah, it's like no one knows. It's like fucking um, it's like it's like Zeke from Attack on Titan. 
It's like, um, hold on. What's, what's the fucking, the war movie we just saw? With, um, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> war? Um. Yes, World War Two Japan. Grave of the Fireflies? Yeah, it's like Grave of the Fireflies if they, like, grew up to become terrorists. But <laughs> that's what I thought of when I watched it. But, like, I guess they're, like, with the bomb, they're, like, gonna weaken Japan society because, like, they knocked out all the power and shit. Everyone's fucking scared. Yeah. So I guess they got their revenge, but they didn't kill anyone. Right. I guess they just got their revenge on Japan alone. Yeah. But at the same time, like, wouldn't the radiation still, like, kill people? Even if it blown up that high? Um, If we're being technical, it probably would. But the way the show explained it, I think that when you're creating a TV show, it doesn't have to be, like, exactly realistic. I think you can make up some shit and you can say stuff like that. But the show is grounded in the first four episodes. So when they make up some stuff, it's like, oh, it's not like the first four episodes were really realistic. I'm not tripping because the right the thing like still like the radiation was still like body people mm. and if they knocked out all the power wouldn't the people in the hospital die yeah <laughs> yeah i know right yeah that's and, what i was thinking you know, oh, that's, you're, thinking. that's actually a very very good point because that's what attack on titan talks about where it's like because this this is literally what zeke this is zeke's whole motivation where it's like yeah let's that's what- I said the Trigun movie talked about. Yeah! Dude, oh my god, like... Ah. Oh my god, yeah, you, dude, you're so right. Yo. That's crazy. That's so... Like, I, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, bro. I forgot... Yes, no, you're you're right, Manny. This... It's literally Trigun. Damn, Watanabe. Damn, bro, you suck. Like, what are you doing? Oh my god. Man, that makes me so mad now. You're right. It's Trigun, but not as thoughtful as Trigun. I don't want to jump the shark and get into the Trigun discussion, but like, I I think that Cowboy Bebop and Trigun, in terms of thoughtfulness, are like on par with each other. And like, they're saying different things, but the calamity of what they're saying and the thought into how they say what they want to say is 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 so thoughtful. And to to see Watanabe touch something else and have it not be as thoughtful is annoying. And I want to I want to acknowledge that Watanabe is not a one man army. There's a lot of people that worked on Cowboy Bebop that made Bebop what it is. So I don't know. But Watanabe jumped to like different studios and he made like different shows with different people. So I don't fucking know. You did good those times. Why are you, why did you fuck up this time? You know? Yeah, that's that's a. I'm so happy you brought that up. That's so good. Great criticism. Yeah. Thing is, the when it when it happened in Trigun, the female like, like that's when she changed her like her ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, it's like in this movie they don't even like, acknowledge like the outcomes of blowing up a bomb, nuclear yeah. bombs. It's whatever. But the thing is, with their goal is like you don't really know what their goal is at the start. Am I right? Or, like halfway through. You kind of find out at the end, right? Yes, you basically find out at the end. Yeah. Yeah, so I remember, like, I kind of got, like, bored. As the show gets worse, I got just less interested in, like, their reveal, reveal, or, like, the facility and, like, their main goal. Mm hmm. So. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they, the reveal, 
the reveal isn't mm-hmm. really like a reveal, but like the show acts like it's a reveal. Like they, I feel like they give you enough info to know what's like what goes yeah. on. Yeah, they give you enough like, info to understand why they are doing what they're doing, even though you don't know what they're going to do. You you know, you get the point, yeah. so it doesn't matter. But it's it's you know when Sibazaki he goes on a little side quest to find the dude who like ran the shit. Yeah, he's like, ba 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 ba. The government like kids and shit mm. and like even though it's crazy to shibazaki to the viewers like we already like pieced that together you know right mm. so like that whole like reveal was like mm-hmm. yeah. it was really nothing because mm-hmm. i feel like they showed too much yeah they did yeah it definitely isn't like a reveal like oh my god that's so shocking it's yeah. more i guess it's just kind of to see shibazaki's reaction to it now knowing all the information himself i guess but I guess that's kind of the point. Like, oh, this character finally figured out about it. Let's see how he responds to. I don't know. No, no, I'm just grasping at straws. It's stupid. <laughs> it's yeah, but... <laughs> they, they go. I don't know. Like, I feel like these characters are held to like such like to like a moral high ground. Mm. But really, they're not though. Like, they really aren't. But there's like they're made to seem like they're like yeah. great people because they ain't kill no one. Mm-hmm. Well, in that actual, oh no, actually, they, they probably killed a bunch of people. Did. Yeah. Definitely did, but, um, I'm sorry. I, I was I There was a part, was it in Trigun where like they talk about how the light bulb not being in Trigun, like someone had to, um, the, there wasn't, there was no doc. Was it in Trigun the show or was it in the movie? In the movie. There, like someone, they had to, they, they had um, to manually pump. Okay. Yeah. God yeah. damn, <laughs> that's so like such a crazy coincidence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the show fucked up in that regard. Yeah, these characters are on like a moral high ground. They don't want to kill anybody. But I, I honestly thought that was the reason why they were on like this. They weren't trying to kill anyone was because their fight was with Japan and like what society, society, what society did to them, not what the people of Japan did to them, right? So nah, yeah, I get that, but it's like um, like the show paints them as like good guys, but mm-hmm. they're just not I didn't think they were like cool or the good guys. Uh-huh. Even though they even if they went and fought for their their goals. Right. But I like that they they stuck they stuck by it. Cause the right. dude at the end was like, yo, we shouldn't do this anymore. I was like, bro, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. I like that they. I like when characters stick by their shit, right? Right. But, yeah, it's. Um, I don't know, but their, their end goal, their end game, just didn't, didn't really sit well with me. I see. I think it could work if you executed it well. The real, the whole thing with the doctors that you said, that's like a ride your wave. It's like something that the movie yeah. doesn't take into account. But regardless of the fact that the movie like forgot about that, I see what they were going. They wanted to create like an Aaron Yeager. Al Pacino, Michael Corleone type character where it's like, yeah, they're what they're doing is is bad, but like you will like them for doing the bad thing because you completely understand their point of view kind of thing, kind of like Aaron. But um, so I'm going to be honest. it That was like the one I, element of the show that that I kind of worked it, for me. I get it. But the thing is, like I would if I was them, I would much rather expose Japan rather than blow it up. Right, because they 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 nuke they nuke this they nuke the sky. Well, that's why they. I think that's why they 
blew it up because he said at the end like now that you've done this now no one can ignore it now everybody's going to ask about it because um they wanted he wanted to have the press conference and he wanted to be like i'll turn off the bomb if you let me on the press conference so i can say everything that i want to say but because the bomb because like he was interrupted he was like all right i'm gonna set the bomb off and now shibazaki he goes to him and like he doesn't even he's not even mad at him he's like he's basically saying like you know i agree with you and you're going to be able to do what you want to do you're going to be able to like tell everybody about the thing that happened only because you set the bomb off i mean the ride your wave is still there so it's still bad but that's that's what i think they I were going like, for i feel like I, I see what they're going for but in all like in all actuality i feel like people would have listened listened regardless mm. of a nuke because <laughs> now it's like Dude, just nuke my... I can't even go to the hospital. Right. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck about what happened in your past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't even turn on the TV. I don't care that you got fucked up in the past, bro. No anime yeah. for a year? You're really going to delay my favorite show? <laughs> yeah, like, Chainsaw Man just got delayed three more years because you wanted to nuke shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh... Yeah, and it was such a close call, too. Like, all the planes had to land. Like, that shit was so scary for me. I'm like, oh, my God, someone's going to die. Like, this this is way too last minute. You guys are putting way too much faith in, like, the Japanese police to, like, <laughs> land, like, 100 planes. <laughs> How many airports do you have? Is that even physically possible? Bro, it was like, was like, we have, like, a thousand planes. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> it'll take an hour and you're, like, doing 30 minutes. <laughs> Dude, it's, yeah, that was, okay. that was insane. But yeah, I, I feel like, um... Like, with Attack on Titan, I feel like Attack on Titan, even though, like, I understand, like, this is 11 episodes, Attack on Titan is, like, long-running, Attack on Titan, like, rallies its fan base to get behind Aaron's actions, or, like, Joker. You know, uh, if they didn't spend five episodes dicking around, maybe they could have made me care, but... Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, other shows make you rally again with the bad guy, with this one... Mm-hmm. This does The Godfather That's... is one movie, and you really root for Michael Cur- Corleone. Like the length, honestly, isn't an excuse. Like it, there's no yeah. reason why. It's the same thing with Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Mm-hmm. And in that, like he's he's fucking killing people and shit. Right. You know? Yeah. It's slightly a different thing with Joaquin Phoenix Joker, but it. You are correct. The show succeeds at making you empathize with the character. I mean, the movie succeeds by making you empathize with Joaquin Phoenix Joker by the end of the film. Right. Yeah. But uh dude, what the hell? Like what was this show? Yeah. I don't understand. I um I really don't. And it's it's rated very highly on my anime list and IMDb. Like Is it? Yeah, it's got like a fucking go on my anime list. It's like number one hundred and twelve on like the ranking. It's like got a eight point eleven. I mean, I, I don't I don't know. Bro, you know one thing? The fucking the cover art does look dope. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's a really good bait. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. It's I bought cover it. Good, good opening. But the thing is, too, it has a uh, 8.1. It is high. Yeah, that's extremely high. And IMDb, let me check on IMDb. Granted, not that many people watched it. So it has like less ratings than most things. Um, how many ratings does it have on on my anime list. Do you know how to read that? It's a 7.9 on IMDb. It says a million members, but I don't know if members count as like reviews. Right, right. Uh, 
I don't really use Mal like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's it's, interesting. It, it's so weird. To be honest, it was probably the best thing that came out of summer 2014, probably. No, Space Dandy came out that that summer. No. <laughs> the same summer. Space Dandy was chopped up into two seasons. It was in the beginning of like January to March, and then it was like that same. The second half was that same season. So that's crazy. Yeah. So like, I don't fucking get it. Like, never mind. Fucking 2014 summer was fucking jam packed. What? Tell me. Tell me everything. Fucking Tokyo Cool. Akami <laughs> got killed. Holy shit. Sort of online too. Yeah. Sort of online too. And Akami got killed were better than this. <laughs> like those are quote unquote mid, but they're better. <laughs> they're better. Akami got killed. It's mid, and it but it is better. Yeah. Do you like um? That's that's one of the that's one of the main things I wanted to ask you about Terra and Resonance. Like compared to other mid shows, like I, Vivi is the number one thing that I think of. Like, do you do you like Vivi more than this? Uh, uh, I don't know. Okay, I know Vivi's might not be a good example, but like there are on my scale. Even if something's mid, I will always be like open-minded and I'll try to be, I'll try not to let something that is cliche and something that I've seen before be a deciding factor as to whether I like love or hate something and whether like I have that dictate my rating, you know, like, like Vivi, I said, I was talking about how Vivi is like generic, but like, it's still fine and I don't hate it. So on our call, I gave Vivi a seven, but since then I bumped it down to a six. Like I, I really don't hate that show, despite the attitude I gave it at first. And like, sort of the stranger, I don't hate that. Gotham, Batman, Gotham Knight. Like, there's a lot of things that I think are like quote unquote mid that I have nothing against, and I gave them a yeah, six. I, I'm just, for me, like, what I think is mid is like got a high school. Okay. Like that's like that's like peak mid. Like, okay. No, no, definitely not peak. That's like mid, 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 <laughs> mid, mid. Um, yeah, I honestly wouldn't even call this mid. I don't think it deserves to be called mid. This yeah, is um, this is bad. Yeah, for me, I think this is like low tier mid. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Uh, my rating is a five out of ten, and I guess on my scale, that is also low tier mid. So. I'm getting yeah. like a low six. Yeah. Very disappointing. Vivian Vivian. Vivian yeah. is better. Glad we glad we can agree on that. I'm I'm glad you recommended it. I'm glad I watched this. I uh I like to have opinions on these type of shows, like these weird outliers. It's good that we watched it, so now if anybody brings it up, we can be like, Yeah, fuck that show <laughs> or something like that. Um yeah, we need to we need to don't don't be afraid to recommend things like this in the future. It's very important. Like you said on the last episode, we got to watch ass sometimes. <laughs> um, Bruh, it's funny because like, I only like recommend shows that you think. That, yeah, and I think are good. Yeah. I don't purposely like recommend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You know, you know what we should do? What? We should like watch like School Days or something. I actually... I, I would like to watch School Days. I would like to talk Have about it. Have you seen it before? No, but I know about its... I've never seen it before. I've never seen it before either. I'm, I would like to watch it. I would like... It seems very important in the history of anime. 
It feels like something that yeah. a lot of people talk about, and yeah. I just kind of want to watch it for educational purposes. I want to. I, I want to experience it. How it's long like is it? Five episodes, I believe. Huh. It's uh, like yeah. It's like something you have to watch. Yeah, I agree. It's something that we should we should watch. I'm happy that you're open to watching it. It because I I know it's it's a it's a oddity. And it's not really yeah, like normal. Sort of yeah. Yeah. School days. We'll watch that eventually. But I imagine you have something like penned up for the next episode already. Uh, do yeah. You? Okay. So maybe that'll, maybe I'll buy the Blu-ray at Anime Boston and we'll talk about it then. Make sure it's uncensored. <laughs> um, all right. So that's Terror in Resonance. Um, I bought the fucking Blu-ray. I got to sell this shit. Gotta figure out who will buy it. <laughs> um, it all right. Down. Yeah. So I would like to talk about Trigun. Um, I I would like to do that next. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. Bow, 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 Trigun. <laughs> I love this movie so much. It was. It's. Really? I I had a great time. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, it was. I was already. I was already didn't like it. Oh, did was were some of my reactions uh, acting as if I didn't enjoy it? What makes you think I didn't like it? I don't know. When I was watching, I was like, I wonder if you liked it. Oh, I, like I fucking loved it, man. It was it was great. Okay, before we get into it, I need to talk about my experience with watching this movie and why it took me so long to hop on the call. So I got thirty minutes into it, and I was watching it on Tubi. So I was watching it with fucking ads, and I was watching it subbed, and I watched Trigun. You watched I I had to, I, and I'll explain why. I'll explain why. I I watched it subbed for thirty minutes, and I loved the dub of Trigun. And I was like, oh my god! Like it's been so long since I've seen Trigun. I don't even really remember the show that much, and I love the dub. And I can't watch the dub on Tubi. So let me buy the Blu-ray and the DVD for the show, and let me rewatch the show. Let me like try to grind through it, and then let me um watch the movie so i rewatched the show dubbed and um you rewatched the entire show i rewatched the entire show yes <laughs> uh it that's why it took yeah. me so long to hop on i um <sighs> i put too much on my plate but i really needed to because i want just like cowboy bebop i forgot a lot of it i'm very happy that i rewatched it for this call i i have a lot of things to say about the show if we have time to talk about the show yeah. and uh I love the show. And one of the best parts of the show is the dub. But yeah. the dub is not good in the same way that the Cowboy Bebop dub is good. It's not like it's I, I've I've been struggling to kind of put put this into words. There's something about like old Funimation 90s dubs that they are not like immaculate in in their execution it's like sometimes sometimes the lip sync might be off sometimes a character says something goofy and it it seems a little off and blah 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 blah. and usually that stuff would bother me but with trigun if you can take that stuff at face value and you can accept it for what it is and you can acknowledge those those faults and you just accept that this is the characters and this is how they talk and this is what the show is it has this weird authenticity to it that modern dubs do not have because 
because of those fuck ups, it makes it feel more genuine. Genuine. It's like, it's like when with Tales from Earthsea, where like you could hear like the lip saliva thing, like in the English audio. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that, where it's like sometimes a line doesn't really sync up with the animation too well, but you can tell that they really delivered that line and they really cared about that performance. That they were willing to make it not sync up with the animation properly if it meant that the line would be better. So like an example is like with um when Vash like shoots knives. I don't know if you remember that, but that's like mm-hmm. one of my favorite scenes in the show. Like in the flashback, the first time Vash like shoots shoots knives in like the leg and knives like he like screams he's like Vash, did you really did you really shoot me Vash? Ah and if they dubbed that show today, it wouldn't be delivered the way that it's delivered in the in the show. It's it's a little goofy and it's a little like out there, but it's endearing because they 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 felt like that was the better version emotionally, if even if it wasn't the more realistic one. So like I said, if you can take that at face value, you will like the show a lot. And there's a quality that's I don't want to call it better, but it there's a different appeal to the dub in Trigun than to the dub in like Bebop or Steins Gate or Space Dandy. It's a relic of its time and it cannot be replicated. So I watched it dubbed. I love the dub. Then I rewatched the movie. I started the movie over again in dub and I was like, all right, let's go, let's go. And to my dismay, none of the voice actors of the main four, like Wolfwood, Meryl, Millie, and Vash, the only one that's the same is Vash. Meryl, Millie, and Wolfwood are not the same. And I was very, very sad. And not only are they not the same, but they do not record the voice lines with that like broken authenticity that I tried to explain. They don't have that in the in the movie. And I really didn't want to. I tried to power through it. I got like 30 minutes in and I was like, I can't do this. And I, I switched to the sub. And um, yeah, I... None of the voice actors are dead, <laughs> like Wolfwood. Like they're all alive. I, I don't know why they didn't just bring them back. Even if they have to record the lines like a modern anime, like I don't know, just bring those old voices back. Maybe it's been like twenty years, so maybe like not twenty. It's been like ten years, right? This was in two thousand ten. Trigon was in nineteen ninety eight. So maybe their voices changed. Maybe they can't do those voices anymore. But I don't know. Uh, when Wolfwood was different, I was like, I was like, bro. I, I couldn't accept that. I love Wolfwood. Um, so I did not watch it uh, dubbed. And I, I like the sub. I, I think the sub is is still very good. I think the voice actors do a good job. They're close enough like in how they perform. I, I also I also wanted to mention this. Sorry that I'm spending too much time on this part. But um, I didn't bring this up when we were talking about Attack on Titan. But with Attack on Titan, I had the same trouble of like, should I watch this dub or should I watch it subbed? And ever since Attack on Titan, ever since I decided, like, I'm not going to watch this dubbed, I'm going to watch it subbed, I've never appreciated sub voice actors before like I did with Attack on Titan. Like, I I really love those sub voice actors, and I think that they are, like, infinitely better than the dub ones, and it it's insane how a voice actor can, like, change the way you see a character. I think, I think the Trigun dub, I think all the voice actors are great. I think that when you listen to sub Vash versus dub Vash, you have a different interpretation of it, but sub Vash is still really good. And sub 
Merrill and Sub Millie are great. And Sub Wolfwood is very different. You're going to see the character a lot differently because the sub is so different than how he is in the dub. But Sub Wolfwood is still good despite being different, and I can still accept it. So it's it's a frustrating compensation that I have to make with this movie. But regardless, I, I still enjoyed it despite watching the sub. That is my journey with the sub and dub of Trigun. That's why that's why I had to watch it subbed. But did you enjoy the dub? Yeah. Okay. I like it. Good. Good. I'm glad you did. Um so yeah, we can uh we can get into the movie. I uh I I loved it. I had a great great time with it. This is another situation where I didn't really remember it that much, so it felt very fresh for me. It was a very good experience, especially right after watching the show. Um, I wanted to kind of replicate the Cowboy Bebop experience and I, I, um, dude, uh, man, where do you even start? It's, it's, it's really good. Well, I thought, I thought it looked really good. Yes. If it was fucking beautiful. It was like seeing, you know, the show, the original show isn't animated super well. So seeing it animated in like. 2010's um, ultra high fidelity is like oh my god it's it's yeah. great it's it's i literally was sitting there watching it like this might be like one of the best looking anime i've like seen like i that's a bold statement but it was it was just really good it looked amazing i loved it um it did look amazing. yeah I, I feel like rash is really funny in this shit too yeah he's great i've like seen where like in the the whole bar is fighting, and then like they whip out their guns. <laughs> yeah, you see Crash like holding all their bullets. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was rolling at that scene. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, a lot of good ones. And uh, one of my another one of my funny moments was like when uh, Rash is carrying the girl. Yeah, and yeah, I forgot what she said, but he was like, he was, he was like, "Why do you?" I forgot what they said, but he was like. <laughs> He was like, oh, I know why, because, like, he took your first kiss. And you're yeah. like, if you thought he was going to say something serious, <laughs> right, yeah. he took your first kiss. Yeah. Like, I, I was laughing out at that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's a lot of good funny moments, and it's, you know, it reminds me of the show a lot. Mm-hmm. I haven't, like, you know, I gave Trigun. Trigun's, like, in my top five. Yep. And I haven't seen it in a while, but this brought back, like, great memories of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rash is as funny as ever, and he's as cool as ever. Right. And, like, not, I'm not many characters can pull off this like goofy serious right. side like yeah i know it's perfect Rash does it to Rash. The, to it's perfect yeah mm-hmm. because yeah. it's his funniness is a part of his it's not a forced gag it's like a part of his character like he's he's funny to swallow the the pain that he's that he's feeling in in the world and he's like i don't know like wolfwood says it in the original like like you have a fake smile or something like you're I can tell that you're feeling a lot of pain or whatever and um, mm-hmm. that's why Vash is able to do that because it's there's there's nuance behind it it's like it's cool I love that yeah it's it's really funny yeah um, yeah I fucking love Vash fucking one of my favorite characters of all time yeah man um, when Wolf, Wolf pulls up I got super excited yeah did you expect him to be in the movie I kind of did and didn't. Mm-hmm. Cause like, like before I watched it, I thought like Wolfwood gonna pull up. Right. But while I was watching it, like it like came out of nowhere. Right. <laughs> yeah. I in the in the beginning of the movie, I it's not very clear where it takes place in the show because 
the show is really weird where like there's a bunch of different states in which the status quo is in where it's like there's the beginning where he's met the insurance girls but they don't really believe it's him and da 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 and then there's like yeah. the second part like the second part of the first half where like they've met Wolfwood and they're all kind of a group but they still kind of do their own thing and then there's like the second half where they're all basically a group and like they're all together and like the insurance girls like follow Vash and they and they love him and stuff so it's very unclear where it takes place so like when I watched the movie for the first time and even this time I got the same feeling where it's like is Wolfwood's gonna be in it fuck Wolfwood might not be in the movie and then it's like oh my god he's there and (laughs) yeah it's it's great yeah, I searched it up, and uh, they said it's, like, between, like, like episode, like, 11 and 13. Let me look that up real quick. What was episode 11, and what was episode 13? Do-do-do-do-do. Episode 11. Yeah, this is, that mean, like, this is before, like, the gun started pulling up. The the gun? The fucking, like, uh, knives guys. When they all try to right, kill right. The very first knives guy was episode 12, so... Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it was before that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but um, fucking um, the girl like the girl was the girl was really good too. Yeah, she fucking, was a great character. She reminded me of the kind of like the cowboy bebop girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the exact and same like, way. It's like it's like you watch after watching these these movies like you would wish that these characters were in the original show <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> yeah i like um i like how uh, when uh Chai, I, i'm about to call him trying that's crazy I, when bash got shot like yeah. like i mean the wolf was gonna spin around but like then she spun around too right yeah yeah i know so and then she went through a little character arc where dude she went back like oh and bash is like don't shoot the plant <laughs> yeah, I was real hard. Dude, <laughs> but yeah. she sees like uh, people like struggling. So now she, right. she's gonna go and not just go get her revenge on Gasback, but like save the save the town. Yeah, I thought that she was dope. And I love how like I love the the concept of like the plant like being like the yeah the power source for the city. Mm-hmm. That's dope because I remember it. the show. That's a consistent show. thing in the show. So yeah. seeing a light bulb like fall out of a thing that never happens in the show it's like oh my god it's like the largest scale thing to ever happen in trigun it's like larger scale than the ending of the show it's crazy it's yeah it's cool because i remember like like when i saw it i was getting like flashbacks from the show (laughs) yeah i love how they like it looks like a symbol in the show yes like i think about all the time like if i if i'm thinking about trigun like i think about like the light bulb. Exactly. It makes the city look dope as fuck. Yeah. Man, I love how they brought it into this story, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was dope. Yeah. Yeah, there's 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 a lot. I um I just watched it like this morning, so sadly I didn't I mean I did my homework in the sense that I watched Trigun, but I didn't do my homework in the sense that I took notes on like everything that I wanted to, to say. Mm-hmm. But um I uh I bro. Bro, one of the best moments is when fucking Wolford puts on his glasses. Dude, I know, I know. It, it's so dope because in the show, like, Vash takes his weapon to fight knives. I know, right? It's so cool. I can't believe they, like, th- were thoughtful enough to to do that. Like, I... Yeah, I've, that's I've, so thoughtful. That's I, so thoughtful. I have, I have so much to say about, like, from when Vash gets shot to, like, 
the ending of the movie like that from that point on like the movie was fucking amazing i yeah i i, I want to try to go in order i want to try to like um mm -hmm. talk about like everything in the sequence that it happens uh one thing that i wanted to to say is like the intro is i think this movie is like weirdly exactly like the cowboy bebop movie but with trigun um like the intro is like a robbery kind of and and vash like stops it in the same way that spike stops it and i think that's so yeah. cool and um the intro i think you know Gasback he does kind of give off that like generic anime bad guy vibe but i think for trigun for like this franchise i think he's a very good character i think his whole philosophy is um Something that after rewatching the show is not in the show. You don't. There's no character like Gasback. Um, I love yeah, how, good. I love how in the beginning, Gasback's like, he doesn't even get mad at Vash. He's not like a cartoon bad guy. He's just like, what? What the fuck are you doing? Like, why did you just? Why did you just help me after all the shit that I'm doing? And Vash is like, well, wouldn't it be better if people didn't die? And he's like, if I were in your shoes, I would have killed me, but. All right, bro. I hope you don't regret this because I'm going to keep doing the shit that I do. And he says it in like a subtle, cool way where he's like, in life, you roll a die and you just cast someone else's die. Like, I hope you I hope you don't regret that decision. And that's like the running theme of the show and the movie where it's like love and 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 Vash's philosophy of like saving everyone, not killing anybody. Um, that sometimes will result in the demise of other people. Like, you know, if Vash leaves Knives alive, then Knives is going to, you know, kill people and do bad things. And if Vash leaves Gasback alive, that's going to happen again. And, like, it's so good because the movie starts out with, like, this is it. This is the theme of Trigun. This is what the show's about. And that's what the movie's going to be about. And um, it's like, I hope you don't regret it. And then, boom, 20 years later, and then you see, like, the, the newspaper is like, what? Oh, no. And then the title, like, it shows the bullet is like boom, 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 Trigun, Badlands Rumble. I I love yeah. the intro. It's great. You know, this is just like fucking uh, No Country for Old Men, bro. Oh, really? Like, yeah. like that roll, roll and die thing. Because mm -hmm. uh, the villain, you like seal your fate in like a coin toss. Yeah. Like whether you win or not, he's going to kill you or not. But at the end, the girl, like this, the, the main character's wife is like, he's like, the bad guy's like, yo, he flips a coin, he's like, call it. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, he's like, um, it's not the dice that makes the call, it's you. You make the call. <laughs> now, I thought about, I thought about, it's like, it's just like, it's not like Vash, like, really rolling the die. Like, you're like, he knows what he's going to do. You right, know? right. Yes. I thought it actually. Yeah, that's really that's cool. Great. That's really thoughtful. Yeah. That's really smart. And, uh, and, and, and that's why, that's why I was watching, uh, No Country for Old Men, uh, analytical videos bro oh okay that's cool it's, it's, it's so dope because that shit gets brought up a lot yeah yeah i loved i love that uh running running theme in the in the movie it was very very synonymous with the show and it it's um it's tackling just like the cowboy bebop movie it tackles the main theme of the show while giving you a new fresh perspective experience. yeah experience that's that's the better word that the that the show does not give you it it um gasback and and seeing vash like go back and forth with him and getting to see the direct result of vash letting this guy live and how it affects the female character and 
dude, it's it's it's, it's, so it's her cool. being born too. Yeah, I know, right? Like that ending was, was so cool. I love I love when they said that. I I wish I could say what I wanted to say about this show as good as how you were saying what you wanted to say about about Bebop, but I I just think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, um, I think yeah, I, it's it's literally it's fantastic. I think um I think it's just it's just nonstop fun. Mm-hmm. And that's that's exactly what I wanted from the movie. Yeah, because it's mostly like Vash being a clown, you know. Right. Not in the bad way, but him being his in his goofy way. And it, it just works so well. And yeah. when he gets his glasses back, bro. Dude, when he gets his glass when he comes back after he dies, they play the opening of the, the oh, show. Opening. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. But it was bro, it, I, it wasn't just the song. Bro. They it was a new remix of the song. And I I immediately Oh my god, bro. Like I can't believe this happened. On Spotify they released new the guy who made the soundtrack for Trigon released new Trigon piano covers last night like yesterday I was like oh my god like this is so crazy um yeah but yeah the the remake yeah, of the uh, opening when I the opening I, I caught it yeah big smile on my face yeah it was really good wolf would wear his glasses that's such like that's so dope, bro. I don't like, know if can oh I even God. explain why that's amazing? Okay, no, it's Wolfwood time. I gotta I gotta talk about Wolfwood. Wolfwood to me is one of the he's one of my favorite characters in all of anime. Um on my anime list on your profile, you can like you can list your favorite anime, your favorite creators, your favorite manga, and your favorite characters. And the only two characters I have on there are Prince Canute and Wolfwood. And hopefully that list grows as time goes on. Aaron might might be on that list, um, depending on Attack on Titan Final Season Part 3. But Wolfwood, I got to talk about Wolfwood. So Wolfwood is a man of the cloth. He's a clergyman. He believes in God and stuff, even with the twist at the end of the show of him like being a bad guy or whatever. He believes in God, and the, the mentality of the Bible is the same mentality of like Vash where it's like even if it's at the cost of yourself and people that you love you cannot take away someone's life you do not have the power to make those kind of choices you that's too big of a decision that a human being can make or whatever the bible has that philosophy as well so by him having a cross it shows that he believes in Vash's philosophy but his actions do not reflect that at all you know, he kills people, he will shoot people if he needs to, because he understands that he lives in a world that isn't one where you can be like Vash. Like, Vash is only Vash because he's Vash, because he's like an immortal alien thing, and he has the power and the ability to not kill people and have it, like, uh, not affect him or, or something. But Wolfwood, Wolfwood knows firsthand that he... That that's not the way the world works, despite believing in God. So he like he agrees with Vash, but he also doesn't agree with Vash. He like I'm not explaining it the best way I can, but I I hope you understand how fucking cool that is. Like it's it's amazing, yeah, and the way it, it his character is in the show, where especially especially when he dies, like that whole final arc with Wolfwood is fantastic because he goes to the church and he's like 
like, I'm so sorry, God. This is my very first confessional, right? So he's he's now doing a godly thing despite despite all the bad things that he's done. He's like, yeah. I'm sorry. And he that brings he, up the, the killing and things. Yeah, he brings up the killing and he's like, is it right? And and then he says like there, he's like, you're right. There, there is a way. There, there always is a way. Vash is right. Da, 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 da. And and then he's like, then he's like, I don't want to die. I didn't want to die this way. And his hand falls. And oh my god, it's so. And what I love before that scene is when he talks to uh, uh, Vash. He's like, hey, uh, he's like, Knives is in the next city. Right. And Vash is like, okay. Wait, how, how do you know? Like, how do you know Knives? <laughs> yeah. I never told you about that. Yeah. yeah. He's already gone. He's already gone. Yeah. It's so good. That's just, I I can't wait to rewatch the show. But. It's many. Yeah, but <laughs> the, it's so dope, bro. Like, and it's so dope. Also, I, I didn't mention this, but like his weapon, like the cross, being a cross, it's like, oh, that's so cool. But then you he unshackles it, and it shows like that it's filled with weapons, and it's filled with like things that he uses like to kill people. So the the symbolism in that is is beautiful it's you know it's both because that's wolfwood's philosophy is is the understandable one where it's like you know and it ties into attack on titan too it's like morality like vash's ideology of like loving everything and like not wanting to kill people is love endearing <laughs> say again Love and peace. Love and peace, right? Love and peace. But Vash cannot achieve love and peace holistically in the way that he wants to. There are times where you're going to have to, you know, shoot somebody. There are times where you're going to have to yeah. stop someone from doing bad like things. Like he does with uh, right. Legato. Mm -hmm. And that's the way that the world works. And that's what Wolfwood understands. And like, but mm. Wolfwood, he, he leans more towards like the, oh, I'm just going to kill people. Da -da -da -da. I'm not even going to really try. I'm just going to not involve myself in things. And Vash kind of moves him to more towards the positive side. And even though, like, Vash is our protagonist, and it seems like love and peace is, like, obviously the answer, right? The the whole thing with Legato kind of moves Vash, like, a little bit towards Wolfwood's side of the scale. So he still believes in love and peace, but now he's like, you know, I'll do what I got to do if, if something needs to be done. I'm still not going to kill people, but if I got to shoot a nigga, I will... I will cap a nigga and I I love that he and that's and that's why the ending is so powerful when he's fighting knives and you know Wolfwood talks to him and he says like it's right there use it and it's like bah, 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 bah. it's and it's it's great because the cross represents Wolfwood's character and his ideology of of having to shoot people sometimes, right? And he he uses it to shoot knives in that moment. And it's it's like Wolfwood's ideology lives on through Vash in the same way that Vash's ideology lives on through Wolfwood right when he fucking died. And in the movie, the hypothetical of what if Vash died and Wolfwood was the one to survive, Vash's ideology lived on through Wolfwood in a in in a very tangible way that we didn't get to see in the show. Where like Wolfwood puts on Vash's glasses. Wolfwood goes in there and he doesn't kill people, but he's still doing his thing and he's still like firing off and and it, it's it's reflective in not just when he goes to the fight, but when like the the girl hires him for the job. Like the girl's like, you know, I want to hire you to to get gas back, and he's like, oh, so you're really going after him? And she's like, oh, do you believe in Vash's ideology? And there's just a long pause, and he's like, like you know, 
give me all the money you got now and get me breakfast. And then he gets up, he walks away, and it shows the refrigerator, like, all bashed up because he was, like, yeah. beating it up when when things. So it's so good that they timed that reveal of, like, the bashed refrigerator right after uh, the girl asks him if he believes in Vash's ideology. And it's so good because the answer is yes and no at the same time. And it's like, ah, I don't, I don't know. It's, I, I can't put it into words because this isn't, it's not just a show. Trigun is not just, Trigun is life. Like this morality and like right and wrong and love and peace is everything that life is about. And Wolfwood is like right in the middle, like where where everybody is. He's he's not Aaron Yeager. He's not fucking Armin. He's he's somewhere in the middle, and he has no idea what to do. And it's it's beautiful, um, watching him kind of roll the die, even though he doesn't really know whether the decision he's going to make is the right decision or not. You know, uh, mm. and that's what the ending talks about, where it's like, you know, it's so beautiful because it's like, you know, Vash, sometimes you roll the die. And you get the right answer. Or she says something like that, right? Because the decision that Vash made to not kill Gasback and him pushing through with his ideology actually worked out in the end. You know, it didn't have a bad outcome. And that is so good because that ties into the show when Vash is worried that he, like, made the wrong decision when he killed Legato. And when the audience is worried that Vash might make the wrong decision and kill Knives, and then he he chooses not to kill Knives, it's... It's basically telling the audience, like, you got to do what you think is right, even if it might not work out. You got to roll the die. You get you, you got to get the number that you want to get, even if you think that you're not going to get a Yahtzee <laughs> or, or something. It, it's um, it's fantastic. I, you know, I, I got to give you I got to give you a lot of credit. I'm not explaining this as well as you were explaining the Bebop thing, but I honestly think that this is on par with the Bebop movie in terms of what there is to say and just the overall quality of it. I think it's amazing. Um, yeah. 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 Both movies have been expertly well. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's hard to talk about it. Um, for me, I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> I just like Bebop. I, 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 I have trouble putting into words what I love about this show because you know Trigun the 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 main theme of Trigun is the same shit that Devilman is about. It's the same shit that Berserk is about. It's the same shit that Tales from Earthsea is about. Like I didn't realize this until I rewatched it, but Trigun is I'm not even saying this to be like Trigun has shaped who I am as a person and it has shaped like the way I see the world. It's given me a lot of clarity on a lot of things that I don't think a lot of people have clarity on. I think a lot of people don't know how to love. And I, I don't know. Trigun kind of taught me how to in a, in a, I know that's gay, but it's, it's good. Um, I, I love Trigun. This is one of the best. It's one of the, it really is one of the best, Um, you know, Love yeah. is is everything that life is about. Like, this is the reason why we live kind of thing. This is the reason mm -hmm. why we're here. And Trigun is about love and peace. And it's a it's beautiful that it's about that. Um, and I think Trigun 
the show with all of its faults, like the animation not being amazing, the the voice acting being kind of iffy. It it's the first show where like there are things that I I do not like about it where it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It <laughs> it does not detract from the experience at all. It's so rare that a show can do things that are quote unquote bad and have it like not matter at all. Yeah. I. I'm kind of mad that I, I can't explain this as well as I want to. Because I, I feel like Trigun is not a show that, like, is as loved as, like, Bebop. But it really mm -hmm. should be. At least to me. To me I, as well. I think it's on par with those things. I I genuinely think it's, like, one of the best shows ever made. Yeah. I... Yeah. On my list, even though I gave both shows 10 out of 10, like, Trigun... Dragon has an edge for me. Yeah. Yeah, it, it has an edge for me too. I just have a really personal connection with it. I'm so happy I rewatched it. I kind of forgot a lot of it. <laughs> I, next next up for me on my rewatch list is Shampoo. I'm very excited to rewatch Shampoo. But and I'm not I'm not saying this I want to make it clear that this is not like a, a brag or anything, but I think I believe, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, because I, I might be wrong. I believe that I was the first one out of our social group to watch Trigun. And I believe I told you, and then you told David, and then we were like the three only people. Oh, I, I, I remember telling David, but... Mm -hmm. I remember being Cause... there when you told David. <laughs> yeah. Did you tell me? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I didn't. But I just Cause... remember I watched the show because... I saw Watch Mojo clips and I saw like it on Hulu and I was like, oh, I'll watch this. I saw, I think you probably saw it seen before me, but remember that list I was talking about uh, that Glass Reflection made? Mm -hmm. Oh, it was on that? Yeah. Yeah. It was like the third. It was like Cowboy Bebop, Trigun. Really? <laughs> okay. Okay. Never mind that. Nah, I, think, I think that's how I got it. Okay. But you, okay. you definitely watched it before me. Yeah. It's, I, I love that show. It's, yeah. It's it's really shaped my character and it's really made me think about my life in like the past like four years um, when I watched Trigun because like I was I was on my Vash type shit and I kind of forgot the show because I watched it in high school. So like, I don't know when mm -hmm. one bad thing happened to me, I kind of just like gave up. <laughs> and I, I turned into like Spike and I just was like, ah, fuck it. But I don't know. The show basically... The message of Trigun is like, yeah, things aren't always going to work out. You're, you're going to roll the wrong dice sometimes, but still strive for love and peace regardless. You know, do the things that even if everybody tells you not to do them, do what you think is right. Don't don't kill your don't kill your brother. <laughs> um, yeah. And I love Legato is well, so well done, too, because Legato won like he won at the end. Yeah. yeah. And it's like. It's it like knives knives set him up to where like yo yeah you're gonna have to break that love and peace shit bro yeah yeah and then Legato like succeeded and I even fucking died with a smile on his face yeah it's it was like that scene is incredible like it's so good because like while Millie and uh, Meryl like over there again like about to get killed um Legato's talking his shit yeah Legato so, like, is like freaking out. He's thinking about like the like the girl he um Rem. Yeah, he's thinking about Rem. Like he's thinking about everything and then right. like, he pulls the trigger. Yeah. 
And like Legato like sees him break and then like Legato just closes eyes and smiles. Yeah. Dude, this dude fucking won. Yeah. It's, that um, scene was amazing. Like second half Trigun was like crazy. Yeah. It really is. Like it's insane how this ties into so many things that we've that we're watching. Like it's interesting. Like Trigun kind of has the same story as Cowboy Bebop, but it's about something completely different. Right. It's really interesting how you know, it came out the same year as uh, Cowboy Bebop 2, which is yeah. very interesting. Um, it's, they're both a Western. They're both a Western. They're both about uh, someone having to face their Mountain. past. Yeah. These cowboy hats. Cowboy hats. <laughs> but Trigun, despite uh, coming out the same year as Bebop and being a Western and having like a similar story, um, and a similar vibe, kind of. The theme, the characters, the music, the setting, it's all completely different. It manages to be unique despite being very similar to Bebop. You know, it's it's like sometimes, and I, we were just, I was just saying this with Terror and Resonance, but sometimes when I watch something, if it's too much like another thing, I'll be like, <sighs> okay, guess I'm just watching a, the same thing but like slightly worse or like not as good, right? But Trigun manages to stand out despite despite that, which is, is a, you gotta owe a lot of credit to it. We're talking about the show more than we're talking about the movie, but I mean, the movie's, the movie's great. I, I, I'm struggling to, to say a lot. One thing that I wanna say is that before Gasback attacks the city, it takes like half the movie. It takes until like the halfway mark for that to happen and it still manages to be engaging up until that point. It's not right. like you're getting meaningless, fruitless exposition. It's like the movie's being fun and it's being like funny while simultaneously being fan servicey and giving you the necessary information that you need while also being thoughtful because you get to see more of Gasback's ideology. You get to see more of Wolfwood's ideology in these new scenarios because he's working for Gasback. You get to see vash again and gasback's honestly like a really good character i i i really like him like there's no one like him in the show because there's a part where he's like the thrill of robbing the thrill of taking um that's that's what i live for and that's basically that's knives's ideology where it's like you know you can't give all the time you can't you can't give people handouts vash that's not how the world works you know the spider has to kill the butterfly and you know if i get to choose i'm gonna be the spider in the in those situations mm -hmm. And that's what Gasback believes. And Gasback's like, um, I'm going to enjoy being the spider, you know? And it's so good in contrast to Vash. It's so good. And it's so good because, like, at the end of the movie, he basically, Vash's positivity rubs off on him. Vash's love and peace rubs off on him because he remembers his mm -hmm. wife. And he, his daughter was like, you know, all those robbers took from my mom the same way you take from everybody else. And, you know, he wants to talk all that shit about taking from other people. And then when someone takes from him, it, it hurts him. So I don't know the fact that Vash didn't take his life. It makes him think like there's that shot of him in the cell and he's just like looking up and you can tell that he had an impact. You, do you remember that scene in the show where Vash like destroyed the city again with like his, his alien arm and like it's playing on like the news broadcast, like Vash, the stampede destroying another city, duh, 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 the humanoid typhoon. And it shows everyone that he's met up until that point in the show, like listening to the radio and being like, no way, bro. No way. Not after, mm. not after my experience. Like one, one that I really resonate with is the, um, I don't know if you remember it, but there's like a, 
there's like a whole arc where there's like a like buff kind of like Gasback, like buff cowboy character that's like super cartoonishly evil and like super bad but he um it shows him like at the end too because even though he was like the worst most evil character that Vash came in contact with uh he saved the the ship at the end of his arc so like it shows that Vash like rubbed off on him too and even he was listening to the thing because he was and he was like fuck and it just shows like love and peace man like it matters to everybody everyone (laughs) everyone feels it yeah i'm sorry that i can't talk about it in a better way but you know that's that's the best i got that's the best way i can explain it it's too hard it's too good i love this movie so much yeah it is really good um yeah i i love the movie i love the movie too um i'm so happy we watch these movies yeah i'm really glad that we i'm glad that we do this happy they, they hold up yeah i'm happy that you know i i get to do this with you and i get to talk about it i if i didn't do this i probably i might have never rewatched trigun you know um i don't know i don't want to get sappy a lot of the movies that we talk about and a lot of the things that we discuss are very enlightening they're very uh psychologically stimulating they make me think about things um i went through an experience recently where like if i didn't watch memento or like fully coolly or beep up it probably would have turned out really bad <laughs> like like if i didn't have the knowledge that those movies and these discussions gave me i i probably would have done something that i regret and and trigun is another one of those things where like it this changes my life it it makes me see things differently it's going to affect the way that i I tackle things in the future um, in the same way that those other movies did. Like, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't mention that, but my life has been beep up, fully coolly and memento, like all in these past two weeks, like crazy shit's been happening to me. And I'm just like, Oh my God. And um, I'm just, I'm so happy that I do this. And I'm so happy that we, we watched uh, this yeah. movie. It's good. Memento is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. These movies are so good. Yeah, it really is. Memento, I think I'm going to get a tattoo. Memento inspired me to get a tattoo. Really? You know what I was thinking about getting a tattoo? Jojo. I was thinking about getting like the Jojo arrow. I think I told you before. You told me um you you told me you were going to get a part 4 tattoo and I thought it was going to be like love and peace or something along those lines because of the heart that Josuke and the peace symbol that he has, but you're going to get the arrow on your arm. Yeah. That's yeah. that, that would be a dope I like, I like tattoo. The, the like, huh? I, that's that would be a dope tattoo. Like you're gonna get like yeah. the design as if it's like sticking out of your arm or something, or sticking into it. I don't know. Something like it because I love the arrows. Like, yeah, oh, it's so good. Like the arrows on me because like I have the strongest will. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I I've honestly been like anti like tattoo because I. I felt like I was going to regret it or like maybe my mind would change, but Memento, I don't want to get too off topic of Trigon, but the whole point of Memento is that there are some things that you're going to want to remember that will impact your life, regardless of whether you change your mind about it or something. And to have that on your body, like inscripted in ink is kind of like immortalizing that feeling or that thought. And um, I want to do that about about things that happen in my life. Uh, and I would like to get tattoos of shows, honestly. I would love a Trigon tattoo. Yeah, because, like, even, like, people would even get it. 
Yeah. Like people like wouldn't even know like this is from like JoJo. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They say I got it and someone came up to me and said, Yo, is that the JoJo thing? <laughs> yeah. I'll go crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's it's a part of you. My, my boy at work was talking about um he wants to get like the hermit purple thing around like his whole farm. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> hermit yeah, purple. Oh, that's so, that's so He cool. says that's his favorite um uh, power, power. Show. yeah the jojo stands have a lot of um nuance behind them because of the tarot cards but that's a whole video in and of itself like the yeah. the whole research behind them but yeah um yeah a hey, um trigun trigun balance rumble it's good what is that what else is there to say it's gonna get it's gonna get a, uh, a good nine for me the thing is i i i got it uh i i, I got I got the Cowboy Bebop slightly ahead of this one, though. Mm-hmm. Probably like a point two, a point one. Gotcha. There's not much, but for me, the, for me, like the Cowboy Bebop movie was like insane. Right. This one is too, but like I said, it's like a point, point one, point two difference. So yeah. like nothing like major. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So another thing that I was thinking about a lot this week is the question that you asked me at the end of the last episode where like, if a movie is a smaller piece to a larger whole, can it be capable of like a like a 10 on my scale? I thought about it so much. I thought about it like every single day. I, I feel like I'm going to have trouble wording what I want to say, but I, I do have an answer that I kind of answered already, but I'll reiterate slash expand on my answer that I, that I gave for that in relation to the Trigon movie. I said last episode that like a movie being a smaller piece to like a larger whole like the masterpiece like painting or whatever it it's a piece of that painting and the the painting is like the masterpiece and like this is just kind of like a a little memento like thing to kind of make you remember the masterpiece like painting i feel that way about cowboy bebop because cowboy bebop is really good because of its themes and because of its characters and because of its execution and its vibe but it's really good because of how it executes its story over the course of its 26 episodes. I feel like Cowboy Bebop is as good as it is because of its complete narrative and how it executes that complete narrative. So when you give me a Cowboy Bebop movie that doesn't have the full context of that story, and it just has the themes, and it just has the characters, and it just has the vibes, I'm not going to value it as much as the Masterpiece show. I obviously am going to still value it a lot in my heart, and it's still going to mean a lot to me. But when I do my ratings, I try to have them reflect my quote-unquote objective perspective on like what is good and why I value certain things. So if I love the Cowboy Bebop show for X, Y, and Z, and I give it a 10 because of that, even if the movie is amazing to me and I love it, if it doesn't have the Y in the XYZ, I have I have to have my rating reflect that. And I feel the exact same way about Trigun. I feel like Trigun, the movie is fantastic, but it's not the full story. It's not the show. It doesn't have the immaculate execution of the episodic format that the show has. And that's because it's the Trigun movie and it can't. Trigun and Bebop are smaller pieces to a larger whole that is unlike other things. Like uh, 
Bebop and Trigun, their movies are smaller pieces to shows that you can't tell anything after or anything before. You can't do a sequel to Bebop and you can't do a sequel to Trigun. And if you want to make a movie, you can't have the movie be like a its own thing where it's not talking about the themes of the show. The whole point of Trigun and the whole point of Bebop are the themes. It is the characters. So you can't do a fillery Dragon Ball, My Hero kind of thing with that. So to expand on the question and to, you know, expand on everything that I've been saying, these movies cannot be better than what they are because they have to be what they are. Trigun has to be about love and peace. Cowboy Bebop has to be about living in a dream and Spike's character and da 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 da. And they do that the best way that I feel like those movies can possibly do that. So to put it simply, on my objective scale, these movies are the highest that they possibly can be. And there are other movies that are tie-ins to anime that are not smaller pieces to a larger whole, like the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. I feel like that movie is very independent and it can kind of do its own thing despite being a part of Dragon Ball. Another example, probably the biggest example of like a movie that's close to a 10 that's like a tie-in to another anime is Ghost in the Shell. I think the Ghost in the Shell movie is better than the show. But the reason why I think it's better than the show is because it has nothing to do with the show. It has the same characters, takes place in the same universe, but it's its own thing and it's doing like something completely different than what the show is doing. The theme is different. The vibe is different. The presentation is is completely different. Like it's basically what I'm trying to say is Dragon Ball Super Broly, Ghost in the Shell, and all other movies like that, they are not smaller pieces to a larger whole. They're not a tiny piece of a large painting, even though they are a movie that connects to a large TV show. It's not the same as Beep Up. It's not the same as Trigun. It's very unique with these movies. And that's why they can't elevate to that degree because they're movies that are meant to remind you of the masterpiece shows. That's the whole point. But Ghost in the Shell and Dragon Ball Super Broly aren't inherently about that, which is why those movies kind of um, are uh, perceived differently. And you asked me, um, can this is this movie capable of being a 10? Like, did, was there anything wrong with it? And I think you asked me that because the way I worded it implied that the movie did something wrong. The movie didn't do anything wrong. The movie was perfect at what it was trying to be. But what it was trying to be is just not what the show was, you know? Like, it's sometimes the highest that something can aim for, even if something is perfect at what it's being, it will not be a 10. Because, you know, I think Princess Mononoke and Nausicaa are perfect movies, but they're eights because I, I don't consider them the best movies ever made. I, I like Cowboy Bebop more and Cowboy Bebop is more significant to me. And that's why that's that's why I do my ratings the way that I do them because I want to draw that distinction. Even though I love Princess and Nausicaa as much as Bebop, I feel like Bebop is better in a way that I want to acknowledge through my ratings. And at the end of the day, that kind of doesn't matter like because objectivity is ultimately subjective and my perspective on Bebop being better than the movie and the Princess Mononoke not being good as Bebop. Da, 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 da. Art is not invalidated by my objective take on what's good and what's bad. And da, 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 da. Because even though I give something a four or a six, I still love it uh, deeply. There are movies that are sixes out of tens that are on my favorite movies of all time list because I still love them despite them having a lot of issues and despite them not being great. Because 
the objective things that art does good and bad are not the deciding factors that quantify its value. And there are things that I've said on this podcast that contradict that. Sometimes I get a little bit in over my own head and I get cocky and I'm like, this shit is ass and da 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 But basically what I want to say is that, I, you know, regardless of the quality of something, it doesn't invalidate the emotion that you derive from it. And the Cowboy Bebop movie still means a lot to me despite being a 7 out of 10 that's closer to an 8. And the Trigun movie still means a lot to me despite being an 8 to not a 10. And, um, you know, honestly, when I talk about movies, the number rating is in parentheses. The opinion that I have on the movies objectively is is unnecessary when it comes to what it means to me personally. With all that said, I love Cowboy Bebop the movie. I love Trigun the movie. I love Bebop the show. I love Trigon the show. Trigon and Bebop the show are 10s and Cowboy Bebop the movie is a 7 and Trigon Badlands Rumble is an 8 and at the end of the day that doesn't change how I feel about it and that doesn't invalidate the love that anybody has for it because my objective rating at the end of the day is so inconsequential in the grand scheme of what this show means and the value that it has and that goes for other things that aren't uh aren't even in like the seven range you know uh it goes for terror and resonance too like i derived value from that show despite it being there were a lot of things i didn't like but you know there are still things that are going to stick with me from it i didn't explain that the best way i could once again i i'm i'm anxious that i'm not like wording these the best but that's uh that's the best way i could possibly word it uh yeah it was it was a really complicated question that i might have not answered as well as i could have but i did the best i could that's that is my answer listen back to it if if you want or ask me questions right now if you want yeah i get it yeah okay um and everything i just said in regards to that also applies to the fist of the north star movie which um i recommended on the last episode and i've never seen it you've never seen it you're very new when it comes to fist of the north star so let's talk about that being that you were not familiar with uh f-o-t-n-s tell me what you thought about it before i go into it um i i thought it was i thought it was all right yeah i think i'm getting like sick of these not sick but fatigued fatigued by these like 80s movies yeah yeah what was the one that we watched before this did we wicked city and uh yeah it definitely has the same energy as that where it's just kind of like there's not a lot of substance it's kind of all over the place it doesn't have like a great structure you know there's something there but it's not really there because the execution (laughs) is like kind of wrong yeah uh i know for the time it's probably just spectacular but i don't even know if it was (laughs) i I don't know you think so i I think that the context of this movie is that if you are a fan of the show and you just want to see the iconic fights throughout the entire tenure of the show, that's what the movie is for. Because the movie is a compilation of 72 chapters of the story uh, squished together into an hour and a half. Um, They literally rearranged some sequences in the narrative to kind of fit like a movie. So you have all of these bad guys and all of these characters from like three different arcs that are kind of squished together in this like like weird fan-made feeling kind of movie. I feel like it's 
a mess to the degree that as someone who has seen a little bit of the show, I feel like even someone who likes the show would feel like it's a little messy. But, you know, they don't just take the stuff from the show. They like reanimated a little bit of it to like be like really good. So I feel like the entire point is like, look at these moments on the big screen. Look at these moments with like a high budget. Look at these fight scenes in like really good quality. I feel like that's the entire thing. I was under the impression that this movie was going to be a compilation of just the first arc. And I was like, oh, this is going to be perfect to show Manny because he's never seen Fist of the North Star. And I, I love the first season of Fist of the North Star, but it's not a compilation of that. It's it's a compilation of the first three arcs. And it's it's um, it's uh, it's a mess. It's like all over the place. And it's still Fist of the North Star, right? So it's still got like some of the great moments and they give you enough context to like those moments. But the structure of the movie and like how it switches from all right, let's give them the necessary context to, okay, let's show them this important key moment in the story. They don't weave together in this movie format very well. There are things that have significance in the show that get focus in the show when they are important and then they move on to the next thing. But this movie is doing like three things at the same time. Like the whole point of the show is that uh, Kenshiro is trying to save his girlfriend and in the first season of the show, Kenshiro is going after Shin, like the Dio blonde hair guy. Uh, he's going after him to get his girlfriend back. And at the end of the first season, uh, he defeats Shin and he realizes that his girlfriend's not there anymore. So he continues to search for her. And this movie divvies attention from that to to show you uh, Rao, um, like the, the bad guy at the end and like the guy with the white hair and the green outfit, like Kenshiro's partner that guy and and Kenshiro's brother like that stuff is not in the first season of the show they introduce all that stuff later so like the focus is no longer on the thing that we care about like it was in the original manga and the show now it's on these other things that are like squished together and if you have the context of the show and you get it you you can kind of give it a pass but if you're going into this blind without the context it's probably gonna suck <laughs> it's probably not gonna be very fun but as someone who has the context, I I can kind of accept it a little bit, but I have to acknowledge that it's still kind of stupid that they structured it that way because it's, I don't know, the show was structured the way it was because that's how it works. You know, you can't restructure it. You can't like change it. I, I felt immediately bad after I watched it because <laughs> I love Fist of the North Star and I kind of wanted, I recommended this purely to introduce you to it. And this is a very... uh not great way to start out your perception of the story the show is is good and i would still recommend the show and i hope the movie hasn't turned you off too much from it um but uh you said it was okay so maybe there were some things that you liked and there were some things that i liked despite all my complaints oh not even know <laughs> i know it's hard to remember i i don't blame you it's all over the place i kind of like i was going into this call like ah, how should I structure it? Because I really don't want to talk about this as a North Star. Because <laughs> not even as even as much as I like it, like I I don't have much to say about this movie. I mean, I do have a lot to say, but not anything that I'm passionate about. Especially given that you don't have the context of the of the manga or the original story, it's it's kind of not really worth talking about. Low key, it's I feel like it's kind of a bastardization of like the original story and. And um, you should just watch the original show 
or you should read the manga. I know that there's a lot that I have to say, but I don't think there's a lot that I have to say that you will derive value from given that you haven't seen the show. Basically, my interpretation is like how it lives up and how moments still work despite not having the structure that the show has because those moments are just so strong regardless while simultaneously not having the appeal of the show because of because of its structure and like i i could go into so much more detail about it like the semantics but i don't even know if it's really worth it and i don't really know if i have a lot to say about it um i thought it was well animated <laughs> i thought it was very pretty for what it was and um, there are a lot of iconic Fist of the North Star fights in this movie that you'll probably enjoy if you have the context of the show. But if you don't, then it probably is just a bunch of nonsense for like an hour and 50 minutes. Don't let this ruin your perception of the show. Watch the show. It's still good. That's what I have to say. We don't, uh, to be honest, I won't, I won't drag this out. We don't have to talk about it. Yeah. Um, there's nothing to say. Yeah. Uh, five out of 10 whatever hopefully we'll watch something better in the future <laughs> i'll pick a good movie i promise <laughs> better than, it's better than wicked city but worse than ninja scroll um is it better than wicked city wicked city it's it's in the same ballpark as wicked city um i don't know if it's better than wicked city it's just such an inconsistent experience for me it's so all over the place it's like Five minutes of exposition, then five minutes of a really good moment, back to back for like an hour and fifty minutes. But I'm I'm glad I'm glad you liked it more than Wicked City. <laughs> but not I hard, not hard to do that. Yeah, I think it's like on par with Wicked City for me. I think it's like in the same ballpark. It's like it's a mess of a movie that I do connect with emotionally. I love the ending. I love the theme with like like the flower and like hope and stuff. I thought there were some really powerful moments. Like when the blind girl like touches the flower, she's like, oh my God, it's a flower. There were some good parts. I liked it. Did you, I wanted to ask you, did you get like uh fist of the North stars, like a heavy inspiration to like Jojo. Did you get any like Jojo vibes while watching it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ray looks like pulling her. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> it's, it's really nice. I think, um, I really want you to watch fist of the North star or like at least it give it a chance. Like he does. I know. Shin looks exactly like Dio. Kenshiro looks exactly like uh, Jonathan Joestar. It's. I love that DNA. Yeah. Shin. Shin is a good character. The movie does not do him as well. That the way Shin dies in the show is different than how they execute it in the movie. And my positive in interpretation of Fist of the North Star is because of the ending of the first season. Like the ending of season one, when Shin dies, is really good yeah bro uh watch the show or read the manga one one of these days it's it's historical you know it's uh yeah. the context is important and it's still unique like it, it honestly stands out it's um it's not like it stands out amongst the crowd of shonen it's still kind of stands on its own two legs despite being like an oldie despite being a classic but yeah don't have a lot to say about this movie uh I that's it, five out of ten, um, and I imagine you give it the same score. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, that was that was a long that was a long call. <laughs> it was really short. <laughs> I guess it was. I guess we only went for two hours. Yeah. 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 Um, 
these movies kind of speak for themselves except for terror and resonance that that shit needed a lot of discussion but <laughs> yeah yeah um i am also tired of these 80s anime and like these uh like mid things that we've been watching so um i i have some things lined up that are different if i get to pick the two movies or whatever if we're still doing that yeah i just i got one the show one anime mm-hmm. link click uh the the chinese one that you talked about okay let's watch that i got two two things look at this, look at this cover art i know <laughs> it does look cool it's dope it is dope so the new um the new wit studio movie called bubble is coming out uh april 28th there'll be a movie coming out on netflix directed by tatsuyo araki who did attack on titan and death note and kabaneri and it's uh animated by wit studio so it's gonna look like attack on titan i don't know if you've seen the trailer honestly the story looks kind of like whatever but it's going to have music from the guy that did Promare and Attack on Titan, and it has, like, the whole Attack on Titan gang. So I want to watch it just because I've, I'm kind of a fan of Wit Studio. Like, I love what they do, and I'll watch anything just because it's just, just, just for the animation, honestly. But right. do you want to pick that movie, which might not be amazing? And do you want to talk about that, or do you want to pick two other things? We can watch that. Okay, so let's watch Bubble. And um, I have two lined up, but I'm going to pick the one that I think is more fun. And I'm also kind of taking a risk with this one. Oh, you know what I was thinking about earlier? Um, when you was talking about, like, the characters you would have on your, your mile list or whatever. Yeah. I thought of uh, Isaac from Castlevania. Yeah, too bad it's not on fucking my anime list. Because they don't it's consider not? No, they don't consider it an anime because it wasn't made in Japan. That's how they mm-hmm. operate. Fucking Avatar Last Airbender is not on my anime list. Fucking, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but whatever. In my opinion, it might as well be a fucking anime. It looks exactly the same. It counts. Yeah. Okay. So I'm taking another risk with this one, Manny. I, I've never seen this show. I honestly don't know anything about it. But it has very high ratings on imdb from what i've heard a lot of people speak positively of this show a lot of people say that it's a try hard show and it's been on my watch list for a long time and it's something that i want you to check out it's a cartoon network show called over the garden wall and it's on hbo max have you ever heard of this before nah. well each episode is only 10 minutes and there's only 10 episodes or 11 episodes. So the runtime is about 109 minutes, like in all. So it it's shorter than a movie. It's a show, but it's not something that has a second season. It's like a one done type of deal. And that's going to be my recommendation for next episode. And uh, I, I hope it's good. <laughs> uh, a lot of people speak very highly of it. And that's why I'm watching it because it's one of those shows that no one talks about because no one wants to spoil it. So just to get you primed for it, uh, I don't know. I'm going to take a lot of notes because it seems like one of those kind of things. So HBO Max, Over the Garden Wall. Something new, something different. We're going to watch something that's not an anime. Okay. All right. Um, 
Oh, what what was the show again? Link Link Click. Link Click. It only has a thousand five hundred reviews on uh, IMDb. That's very interesting. It's a sleeper. Is it a sleeper hit or a sleeper flop? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I think I call sleeper hit. All right. Regardless, I'll be happy to watch it because I'll be looking forward to talking about it. All right. It's got very high ratings. It does. According to IMDb, it's not technically over. It might get a second season or something. It's a special. It's a special. Interesting. Yeah. It's like an OVA. I'm going to watch You're going to watch that too? Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Those those are the three. Uh, looking forward to the next episode. Uh, let me see. Is there anything to talk about? Did you see the trailer for the new Makoto Shinkai movie? Nope. No? Oh, actually, yeah. Yeah, I did see this. You did see it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You excited? <laughs> it it the, the girl is wearing the same uh ribbon <laughs> that like the um the girl from your name wears. So it's it's very like I don't know. I mean, they're already kind of a shared universe. I wonder if this is going to be like that. I wonder if it's going to be like the last film in the Makoto Shinkai verse. <laughs> um, definitely in the same universe. As long as it's as good as Webby with you. Yeah. Yeah, it um you know, it's Makoto Shinkai. Uh, sometimes he's a dummy and he has a dumb plot hole, but sometimes he makes great movie like Weathering With You. Um, I would love to watch his other movies. I'd love to watch like five centimeters per second and stuff like that. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that one for a while. We'll watch it eventually. Uh, the Blu-rays, they're, they're all getting Blu-rays now, so that'll be easier for me to watch. I'll, I'll buy them when they come out, but... Yeah, that's the only anime news related uh thing. But Yeah, that's uh that's really that's really all I got. There was like a teaser for Demon Slayer season three, but it barely showed you anything. Yeah, I saw that one too. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about reading uh Demon Slayer. Yeah, really? Okay. Yeah. If you read Good. it, I'll read it. Cause like I know I know I got spoiled on the ending. Yeah. If you read it, then I'll read it. We can talk about it if you read it. I'll let you know, I'll let you know if I do it. Okay. Yeah. It, speaking of reading, uh, have you have you continued that book? Did you stop reading it or something? I haven't finished it yet. I need to get back on it. Yeah. But I took, no matter how long I take on reading it, I got I took notes. Oh, so wow. <laughs> That's so cool. I know what is going on. <laughs> That's great. That's really good. Oh wow, that note is like very close to the last page. Are you almost done? No, no, no. It was it was like the second chapter. Oh okay. It's, it's here, so a lot left. Gotcha. It's not, not a long book. Mm-hmm. One hundred like one hundred sixty pages. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was smart and cool, and I had the like uh, resilience to like sit down and read a book, but I can't. <laughs> It was different. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I needed to take notes. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Maybe I'll pick up that book. Or maybe they're just the Junji Ito adaptation because that was very cool to me. Have you ever read a manga before? No. That's really interesting. You know, the first manga I read was Naruto because I, I needed to see the ending before Storm came out. <laughs> um, That's interesting. Yeah. I wanted to know what your thoughts on on, on manga were. Because it seems like something that you never talk about. Yeah, I never 
My dog is going ham. Give me one second. Yeah, what, what were your thoughts on mangaka? I never felt the need to, to read manga until like recently. Mm, yeah. Because now like I want to read Promised Neverland. I want to read Berserk. Wow. Yeah, dude. Berserk. I was very surprised when you said like, you said it jokingly, but like, you got to get me all the Berserk volumes. Because I, I didn't think you liked, uh, I didn't think you liked manga. I didn't think you'd want to read it because you haven't read it up until now. Yeah. Um, I used to kind of, I feel like every anime fan, not every single one, but a lot of anime people have a phase where they're like, I'm never going to read a manga. It's not the same as watching an anime. And then they like read one manga and they're like, oh, actually, this isn't that bad. And then they they become manga fans just like they become anime fans. And I kind of had that phase um, in high school when I had to read One Piece because I wasn't going to watch it. Um, yeah, I love manga. I, uh, I'll i read manga over the shows sometimes. Um, a lot of manga is better than the anime. Berserk is one of those manga. I, I haven't seen the 1997 one, actually, so I'm, I'm not judging it on that. But at least compared to the movies and the uh, the new one. That shit has an amazing opening. Yeah. Tell me why. Is that is that the one? <laughs> or Yeah. Tell yeah. me why. Tell me why. Tell me what you want. Yeah, I've actually That's... never seen the ninety seven Berserk anime. I read the manga for Berserk, but I've never watched the show. I I never watched watch that either. You never watched the ninety seven anime? No. Oh, so what's your Berserk rating on? The movies? The movies but it's also like just because what you because hear about like it? I've like I've watched those videos of someone who like read the manga to me. Okay. Yeah. That counts. It's kinda of like based off that. Like I watched like a four hour video, but I haven't seen the whole thing. There's like a four hour video where the dude just like reads the whole thing. Yeah. Not reads it, but like summarizes it. Summarizes it. And like yeah. but like I watch the movies and then like I'd watch all the analytical shit and then I like I watch a dude like read the shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's okay to draw an opinion on a show like that way. Eventually, I'm gonna read it. So. Yeah, especially if you haven't um watched the '97 anime. A lot of people say that the original '97 anime is like pretty great. I haven't seen it, but I don't know. Maybe we can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Eyepatch Wolf just made like a two-hour video on Berserk. I didn't watch it though. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. Like I watched like some of it. Oh, really I'm not gonna watch it because I I want to reread Berserk before I see anybody else's like interpretation of it. I want to draw my own opinion and draw my own meaning um, from it. I don't know. I'm kind of weird when it comes to Berserk. I feel like Berserk Berserk is a series that like putting it into words. It's 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 something that. I don't know if you can really put it into words and deliver the impact of the series in like a verbal video essay format. I don't know if that's even possible. Um, I, I've thought about making a video and then I've thought like, why would I? Like, I, there's nothing I can say that that would elevate the context of the story. You know, sometimes, sometimes when you make a video on something, sometimes your perception of the piece of media becomes the video and it becomes just what that person said in the video rather than the piece of media itself and what you derived from it. And right. that's okay. But I would like to derive my own value before I watch a video and know what, know how I feel about it before I um, watch what someone else thinks. So. Well, with that video, like, he wasn't really... He was talking about all the things surrounding it. Oh, really? Like, 
Yeah, he was talking about like controversy. No, like um, he's saying like uh, what Kentaro was like inspired by. Mm, what did he talk about? Like, Fist of North Star. He's saying like he watched like not watched. He read like um, he read like Rose of Versailles, really? Fist of North Star, and other like these other true mangas. Yeah, and then like, he was talking about how those impacted what happens in berserk did he talk about devil man i don't remember mm, okay that's interesting uh, a lot of people say that devil man is a big inspiration on berserk and having seen the show devil man crybaby and watching berserk i can see the dna all right a lot of blonde blue-eyed bad guys <laughs> this is our star yeah that's uh, I think that's what you're saying. That's where he got the, um, he got his Griffith, his Griffith design from Rose oh, His Griffith design is better than Dio, Rio from Devilman, better than Shin. Like Griffith is like, because the whole idea is that they look pretty, but they're like evil under the core. And Griffith is like <laughs> the perfect encapsulation of that because he's like an angel, like visually, you know. Yeah, I love Berserk. I have all the volumes. I have all those big chungus like Bible textbooks. Um, there are some new ones coming out. I don't have those, but they take up so much space. <laughs> but I need them. I need it. Yeah. I'm going to get a Berserk tattoo. That's another tattoo I'm going to get. I'm going to get a Berserk yeah. one. Yeah, definitely. I have to. It, it means too much to me. That's like in the same vein as Trigun. Well, Ali. All right. Good yeah, good episode. We talked about talked about a funny, shitty show, <laughs> and yeah. the one of the best movies. <laughs> Thank you, as always. Um, I guess I guess we're signing off. All righty, Manny. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Thank you for doing this with me. Appreciate you too, bro. All righty. I'll talk to you All right. in two weeks. All right, bro. See ya. See ya.